I got to see Dr. Stella again in Dallas and got to thank her personally for saving my mom's life. There you go. That's I, a big one. I tell you what, Dr. Stella gives the best hugs. You know, she is she is a, a warrior of God. I mean, this this woman brings a, a spiritual axe to the battlefield. Um, and at the same time that she's fighting for you on the spiritual level, she's also fighting for you on the medical level. She's amazing. So if you... If you're feeling just a little down or you're, you haven't had COVID, you're afraid of getting COVID, um, it can be a very scary thing. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really do work. I promise you, you are not going to grow a tail. Mick uh, and I, Mick <laughs> and I both take hydroxychloroquine regularly as a prophylactic, even though, um, well, I think I've had COVID. I don't think Mick has, but uh, either way, we Still take hydroxychloroquine it. all the time. My mom, we gave her ivermectin when she got COVID and she was better in four days, four days. And Dr. Stella also has this awesome all-in-one vitamin, which can really help boost your immune system because it's really important not just to take over-the-counter prescription drugs, but in order to keep your immune system at its peak efficiency all the time so you don't get yep. sick, you really need an excellent vitamin supplement. So Dr. Stella is the place to go. Go yeah, to Dr. drstellamd.com and use, use the promo, promo code, code DEFIANT and that will save you up to 5% not only in your teledoc visit, but also because remember folks, this is a prescription. You are being mailed a prescription so you have to physically see a doctor first. So you're going to go there, you're going to get a teledoc visit. Your teledoc visit, once your teledoc visit's complete, they're going to, if you're sick immediately, they will overnight you, uh, either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, whichever one you get. Or both. Or both. If you use Promo code DEFIANT, that will save you up to 5%, not only in your teledoc visit, but also with the drugs as well. And they will send them, and trust me when I say that they're within 48 hours, because they were there within 48 hours. Yep. For my mother-in-law, they were there in 48 hours, and let me tell you something, I didn't have to hear about it anymore, about how she was gonna <laughs> die. It literally lasted 72 hours about me hearing about how she was gonna die when I knew for a fact- natural immunity. When I knew for a fact she wasn't going to. So Dr. Stella, M-D, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot, or md.com and again use promo code defiant save up to five percent on your order both on your teledoc visit and any order you make even if you get the vitamin or you get hcq ivm whichever you get get them both get them all and get them shipped to you and save five percent on your order like i said we are only bringing people that we believe in that are patriots people that we know that are not here to you know, they're not patriots, they're patriots. They're here promoting the same cause we're promoting. They're trying to help the same things you're trying to help. This is what we want to get to you. This will help you recover from COVID. It will help you prevent COVID. Uh, as we're hearing now, we've got news or stories after news stories coming out about, especially hydroxychloroquine, how it can be used as a prophylactic and even not- for the flu, correct. not just COVID, even for the flu. So, so as folks, Mick likes go get to it. say, better to have and not need than need and not have. Absolutely. Get it for your own ship box, put it in your house somewhere just in case somebody gets sick. Boom, you've got it. Family member gets sick, you can ship them some. Here you go. I got some drugs for you. This will work. Trust me, it will work. Just take it. You will be amazed. You'll even feel better. If you're not sick, you will even feel better after taking it. Trust me. It's amazing. So folks, again, doc, Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot md.com MD, and use promo code defiant and you'll save up to five percent appreciate y'all listening
I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better butter, beloved better half. Phelan. Hello, Patriot. See, I'm getting better at that. I have not gained that much weight yet, okay? Better butter, You do not need to call me butter yet. Anyway. (laughs) I'm not uh, there A little shout out to the rest of Georgia, as Georgia won the (laughs) national championship last night in stunning fashion, defeating Alabama 33-18. In what? Uh... And you can tell who doesn't watch sports in this house. Um, anyway, that was fun. It is. Uh, it was a tremendous victory, and there's nothing like. Uh, you know, I'm not is that a basketball. Jo- I'm not a Georgia fan. Um, I'm a Notre Dame fan. But to watch Nick Saban cry on national TV, um, I can't think of anything better than that's the way to start off the year. Who's hey. Nick Saban? Yeah. See. Anyway, we got a lot to cover tonight, and uh, wait, but first. First, no. hold on. No, 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 no. Yep. Not... Oh yeah. my God, I apologize about this. No. Just so you're all aware because the poor dog's sleeping and she just sort of woke up. my wife is being a complete twat. We got a puppy! Yeah, if you're not watching on Rumble, um, yes, there is an Irish setter sitting in my wife's lap We right got now. the most beautiful puppy. She's so sweet. She's got the sharpest and teeth she's so known good. to mankind. And we're going to try not to fight too much and yell too much on this podcast so as not to wake her up. Um, But this is Annie, affectionately known as Annie Underfoot, because she's always underfoot. (laughs) But she's a good pup. But she's so sweet. She's so good. Yes. Say hi, Annie. Okay, back to bed with you. So uh, we got a lot to cover tonight because there has actually been... It's not been as busy as I thought it was going to be for the beginning of the year, but it does, uh, the beginning of the year has brought some whoppers of oh shits, um, especially from the left. Uh, We've seen it firsthand. Uh, You've probably seen it if you've been watching the news. Um, But we're going to get get into all that. We've got uh, everything from the Supreme Court through... Mm-hmm. You mean the associate uh, pretty much, idiot of the Supreme no, Court? No, we pretty much through just about COVID. Um, so we've got a. It'll be uh, quick, fast, and hopefully down to the point and in a hurry. But either way, uh, obviously leading out with the biggest story of all because this one really takes the cake for the most boneheaded things ever said uh, that probably close to the whole country was listening to at the time in which she said it. I'm gonna let this woman take it away because she takes it away for all of us. So, uh, great. That doesn't work. <laughs> so I'll be doing it all by hand tonight. Good job, babe. At least it works. Hopefully. Council, <laughs> council, those numbers show that Omicron um, is as deadly uh, and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did. The numbers, look at the hospitalization rates that are going on. We have more affected people in the country today than we had a year ago in January. Um, We have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Council, council, those numbers show. So this idiot, um, just so we can start with proper everything, okay? This, that was uh, Associate Justice Sotomayor. Um, She needs to go ahead and once again resign from the Supreme Court immediately. Uh, She has showed her deck. She's played every card in her hand. Um, She's absolutely worthless. She lied 
So first of all, judge, please explain to me where it became legal for someone to lie. Uh, hold on. I actually have a clip for that. So stand by. So again, I will ask the question again, judge, when did it become legal for someone to lie? And that's what I thought. It isn't. And if you're an associate justice on the Supreme Court, I expect more out of you. I expect the highest level of morality to exist in you. And the fact that you just went out and just straight up fucking lied and said 100,000 kids. Um, no, there's 3,000 there, Judge. So you're 97,000 off. Um, there's no way you can make up that gap. That gap is too huge. That's impossible. You are a Supreme Court judge. You mean to tell me you have a staff of fucking 90-something people. You have the largest staff in the Supreme Court. John Roberts, in his liberal ass, doesn't even have a staff that size. And you mean to tell me nobody briefed you that, oh, by the way, um, there's not 100,000 kids that are sick in the hospital with covid well, obviously, they all watch CNN the night before to get their information. I, I'm not even going to go into this makes my blood boil because once again, this is an associate justice of the Supreme Court. This is somebody who should have uh, she. She was literally appointed by Obama because she's a Hispanic uh, no, woman. No, well, no, she, and she's a gigantic liberal. Uh, that's it. Uh, she was at, they, Obama was actually warned not to appoint her. Because she's an idiot. Because she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, hey there, Justice. Are, are you serious? I mean, I realize it's blind and all, but who gives a shit what color she is if she can't read, write, or spell, or read numbers for that matter, in the United States of America, you probably should not be sitting on a bench. I mean, Justice might be blind, but it shouldn't be deaf. So, uh, But, you know, she said that, and then on top of that, the 3,000, oh, and guess what? She was fact-checked yet again by the liberal left now, not by the right. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. she was fact-checked by the liberal left again. So this goes back to my theory of implosion. Uh, we are winning, folks. Uh, this is, this. we all should take a W for this. Uh, everybody gets a W for this one. Well, there's lots of Ws coming out tonight, but Because yeah. everybody should get a W for this because the liberal left fact-checked her. And they said, not only did she lie, but then they had to come back this past weekend and the CDC director, Walensky, had to come out and say, well, the 3,000 that are actually in hospital care right now might not be in there because of COVID. They just tested positive while they were there. They were there for something as simple as an ingrown tone, toenail. Or they fell out of a tree and broke their arm. Yeah, or their leg. And, oh, but they're not there for COVID. They're there with COVID, hmm. not because of COVID. There is a mm. very large difference. Mm. You want to play that clip? Yeah, I, I guess we can. I, 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 this woman is just absolutely, um, she's done made me lose my mind. And uh, <laughs> it was I, already kind of lost. <laughs> I, I don't know if it can get any worse, but here we go. Here's Wal Walensky running her neck um, and she's absolutely worthless. And she is, is, is she not Fauci's husband? No, that's not Fauci's wife. Oh, um, I thought it was. No, no, that's, oh, no, that's, that's the NIH the, director. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the woman that does the testing on the vaccines. Oh, it's not really a woman, I don't think. But anyway. Um, well, she claims to be. Well, whatever. That's all it takes these days. Sure, I get it. I want to claim to be a unicorn. I want to claim to be completely vaccinated. <laughs> 
You, know, you just heard about the U.S. Supreme Court currently deciding the fate of the president's vaccine mandates. In the questioning, Justice Sonia Sotomayor made this statement. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Now, we can find from Friday suggests there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? Yeah, but, you know, here's what I can tell you about our pediatric hospitalizations now. First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family members around them. Understood. But the number is not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, yes, there are, there are. And in fact, what I will say is while pediatric hospitalizations are rising, they're still about 15 fold less than hospitalizations of our older age, age demographic. So right there, uh, she you saw how unwilling she was to say that, hey, yeah, it was uh, it was thirty five hundred. She was completely unwilling to say any of that. I, Not I'm only actually that, surprised that Brett Barry even asked the question. I, I'm actually he's pretty freaking liberal there, too. I'm very shocked at that one. But furthermore, she went on. Uh, she made comments about comorbidities among the COVID-19 deaths in reference to a study that was unvaccinated, uh, on, on the vaccinated, according to the CDC. And an overwhelming number of deaths occurred in people who had four or more com comorbidities. Now, look, folks, uh, the people at the CDC, they're not dumb, okay? They know what a covariant is. A covariant is, for instance, if we were testing out a diet drug here, okay? And um, let's just say we had part of the group, uh, we, we had the two of us, and we're testing it out, right? And let's just say she was taking it and I was taking it. And this fat reduction pill that we were taking, let's say that I was taking it and working out, okay? And let's say she was just taking it. However, about, I don't know, week one, she decided, you know what, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna get in the gym. Um, and they didn't track that, okay? Now the question is, did she lose the weight because of the pill or did she lose the weight because of working out in the gym? Well, I don't know. Well, then you can't answer that question. And that would be a covariant within the study, okay? They know these things. So for instance, when she puts, Walensky talks about the comorbidities concerning COVID, they have yet to do a study that shows anything where any of the covariants were even factored into the equation, i.e. Uh, the person was obese. Uh, with obese people, that leads to higher rates of diabetes. Uh, with diabetes, it leads to higher rates of heart disease. With the heart disease, it leads to higher higher rates of pulmonary embolisms. Hypertension, high blood pressure. Pulmonary embolisms is just air being trapped in your blood through your lungs and going through your body to your brain, which causes a stroke she could not answer a single question about this. She was on Capitol Hill today. It was hysterical to watch her. She was, she couldn't answer a single question. I, I, I have to get back to you. Um, I don't know the answer to this. Um, concerning when it came to diabetes with the di diabetics, she was directly asked today, uh, concerning diabetics, how many people were tested concerning their diabetes pre both, both before and after their vaccinations? 
um, I, 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 I don't know. Yes. So, uh, I mean, she had none of these answers. Um, and the only answers that she has was the risk, risk factors of severe outcomes for those over the age of 65. Why does she have those answers, but she doesn't have the answers for any of the younger people who have severe comorbidities, i.e. they weigh 400 pounds, i.e. they have diabetes, i.e. they have a congenital heart defect, i.e. they have something else that would cause their death. Um, oh, because they haven't been tracking it. Hmm. Well, the other really interesting thing about this particular piece, um, her interview, is that some people... Uh, specifically Clay Travis, I believe, cut her interview and, and put it out to make it seem as if she was talking about the number of COVID deaths. Oh, that, is, that, is that Clay Travis, the, the Buck, Buck Sexton and yeah. Clay Travis show, the yeah, ones yeah. that took over for Rush? E exactly. So, um, so he cut the interview and he made it look like she was talking about people that had died with COVID, that 75% of them died with comorbidities they died with covid not of covid which we talked about six months ago right how, that how, came out a long time ago however and that's all true but that's not what she was saying in that particular interview she was talking about people that were vaccinated that uh the comorbidities of people that were vaccinated the what clay travis was was trying to say that she said was that 75 percent of the people that died with COVID, I, I had I don't understand what three what, or four comorbidities. What was, I, my question automatically becomes: as a former Rush Limbaugh fan, um, I have not listened to any of the shows that replaced him because I don't see a point. Uh, you can't replace Rush Limbaugh. No. But my question becomes: what was Clay Travis trying to do? I, I don't know. I saw his clip on Twitter. I didn't actually listen to the show. I haven't listened to any of them either. Um, I, I don't understand what the what was the gain from him doing that. I, May, it it may, makes me you know question what? that one because may, it, maybe he was trying to pull a W because he, he like us and so many other people, when that information came out very, very quietly from the CDC what, a long six time ago, months ago yeah. that most of the people that died supposedly of COVID actually died with COVID. They had between three and four comorbidities. So, and, and, but that's what, that's what was driving it because then people were taking the statistics and saying, okay, so we have 836,000 people that um, have died of COVID so far. You take, you know, 836,000 and 75% um, of that is 627,000. So, um, so that means that only, you know, what, 209,000 people died of COVID instead of well we died been, with covid we have been, of covid instead of with covid whatever the point of this is that the numbers we've known forever have been severely bloated concerning covid and the fact that uh initially when the pcr tests rolled out uh they couldn't tell the difference between um flu a and covid uh, was a severe issue. Well, they still can't. They actually pulled the PCR well, no, test. No, 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 no. Yes, they, they pulled, pulled the EAU on December the EAU December thirty first. Correct. But they're still using it. They're they're using the the one that actually tracks flu B and COVID. 
And flu B and COVID B, I guess, is more rare. Um, it's it's harder to get, supposedly. Uh, I don't know how the flu is pretty common around, period. I was going to say, because when our kids' school had that flu outbreak, what, two weeks ago, and we got the email about it, and they said it was like 60% flu A and 40% flu B, so it's not that rare. No, it, it, it's easier to decipher what COVID is as compared to flu A. Okay. So it, it's a better test. Uh, it, it's a more accurate test as to whether you have the flu or you have COVID. Um, so the, the idea of it was that this is a better test. Uh, it still has the shit in it that will kill you. I mean, eventually, if yeah. you do enough of it. Uh, I mean, but like you'd literally have to suck on one of those Q-tips like every- polyethylene yeah. glycol or something? Like yeah. you'd have to suck on one of those Q-tips every minute of every day before it killed you for well. like 10 days. But it would, it would take quite a bit. Either way, one of the other big ones came out that Excuse me. really had me laughing this morning was Axio released this monster of a story. Uh, much of America isn't tracking at-home COVID test results. Hmm. Tell me something. Uh, have you taken an at-home COVID test yet? Uh, no. no. Uh, if you have, uh, anybody out there, because we haven't, um, I'm just wondering, is there a place where you're supposed to send your results into? Oh, you're probably supposed to upload them to your app. Uh, I, I don't know, because this actually goes into something else, which is really funny. As America's record of Omicron surges continues through cities and states across the country, we have no cohesive strategy to monitor the results of at-home rapid COVID tests. Hmm. Why it matters, this is a patchwork system means, wow, even liberals are starting to call it out. This is a patchwork system, means the official COVID case counts are almost certainly vast undercounted or not counted at all. Really? Hmm. I would say overcounted would be more accurate. Well, maybe the lack of counting on the rapid tests will offset the bloating of the COVID numbers in the first place. Maybe. Many cities don't have an accurate sense of just how to prevent COVID as they make decisions about mass mandates, school closures, and other restrictions. Uh, the best, best, better system is run by Washington, D.C. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Where the city has established a portal to report positive at-home rapid tests, allowing contact tracers to get in touch. See, hmm. an app. The state of Colorado has a similar portal. The city of Austin, Texas has an email address to uh, report at-home positives. Yes, but residents don't always know about these options because they're all ad hoc systems. They're difficult to track down even for the people who are inclined to use them. The example that that exemplifies place like Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, where Fort Worth Tarrant County has an extensive self-reporting tool, while Dallas County simply refers back to the CDC's general guidance for at-home testing. There's no also no requirement to report an at-home positive result, even if the service is available. And many people may not even realize that they have an opinion at all. So this is my thing. You mean an option? Uh, yeah, uh, most people don't realize they have an opinion these days. That, that's but yes. true too. Uh, this is my problem, okay? This is like a flex on the left to get us to self-report, basically to turn your neighbors in, to become a more communist society. Um, oh, you've got to tell the government. Why do I have to tell the government anything? I or, have a small dick. Why do I have to tell the government anything? They already know that, but- um, I'm just asking. No, I'm dead serious. Why? There is absolutely nothing- in the constitution that states anywhere in there that I have to report anything back to the government other than my federal income taxes. That's it. Actually, that's not in the constitution. Um, yes. There's there, federal income taxes? Well, no, the taxes in general. 
<laughs> I was going to say when the Constitution was written, it was written over the fact that we didn't want to pay income taxes. So, like, and here we are now. Like I said, there's no. You shouldn't have to report. There's no requirement for it. Uh, last time I checked, and I said this today to our former district attorney that used to work here in the city. I, I told her today when she looked at me when I said I'm, I was like I was crazy because I said no, screw it. I because she asked me if I would quit. I said absolutely. I've already actually already told my company that. I said not only will I quit the day that they mandate it, I, it's over for. Them. I'm out. Peace. Have fun. Enjoy it because I am not going to put up with this. And she looked at me like I was crazy, absolutely sideways, like bonkers. She's like, well, why would you do that? I said, because it has absolutely nothing to do with my vaccination status. It has everything to do with our freedom to choose what people stick in and out of our bodies. If you, and I looked at her and I pointed at her, I said, if you get raped, you call rape and somebody stuck something in you that you didn't want, hmm, doesn't the same thing apply to me if somebody wants to jab a needle in my arm? Just wondering, throwing it out there. Oh, and then by the way, she was like, she was like, well, that's a good point and all, but I mean, why doesn't everybody just go get it? I said, uh, it's a document is written a little over 240 years ago. It says something about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And in there, nowhere does it state anything that the government or the tyrant in charge can come down and tell me you have to put a needle in your arm. You can suck my dick because it just was released, just released today, by the way, just in case you're all wondering. Um, yes, they have admitted now, even Jen Psaki behind the platform. I guess we'll get into that. Later, yeah, we'll get into that. But, but that's even better. And and I have another story here because, you know, they're they're trying so hard to keep the spin on the narrative. And it's just it's like a house of cards. It's literally crumbling uh, well, no, it's just falling apart. I mean, the it's completely sucks. falling apart. So this is out of Canada, you know, because we don't get this kind of information here in the States. Um, Canada, not so much either. But again, the narrative is falling apart. So vaccinated hospital patients outpace the unvaccinated, but it doesn't mean the shots don't work. Experts. Mm. I, I love it when they put that at the end, experts, because, you know, they don't always, they don't actually quote the experts in the story. They just say experts. Like you should believe it because it came from an expert. Hey, from now on, whenever we talk anything about the constitution, I'm just going to say experts. experts. <laughs> yes. To so in Calgary, numbers showing the majority of Alberta's COVID-19 hospital admissions are in vaccinated individuals. Don't tell the entire story, regardless of what some conspiracy theorists believe. Hmm. Albertans with at least one shot took over more hospital beds than those without this week. But the raw numbers are incomplete and a dive into the data shows being vaccinated may be more important now than ever before. No. As of Thursday, 217 unvaccinated Albertans were in hospital with COVID-19 compared to 282 patients with at least one shot. But almost 90% of the province has one dose, which means the rate per 100,000 people is a more telling metric to measure admissions. By that standard, about 24 unvaccinated people per 100,000 are in an in Alberta hospital. That rate drops to fewer than eight after just one shot. You can reduce your risk of an unpleasant, severe, or deadly illness by getting at least three quarters and up to 90% if you get vaccinated. But the vaccines aren't completely flawless. More than other variants, Omicron can still infect immunized populations. And that's where severity comes into play. Oh, Jesus. Well, that, that's, that's Canada. It's, In it's, Canada, we don't really care about Canada. But it, it's kind of like, wow, 
again, they they are. You can hear their their media is doing the same thing our media is. They're doing. desperate. I mean, they're they're doing everything they can. Like, oh, well, there's more there's more vaccinated than unvaccinated people in the hospital. But but the shots do work. Look, the the point is, is that Joe Biden's policies concerning covid-19 are failing. They are completely coming apart. They are uh, vaccinate everybody. They are completely coming apart at the seams and they can't stop it because believe it or not, folks, we're all winning. If you're listening to us, we're winning. We are actually winning this battle. It is actually happening. People are now, I, I've heard it, like they're talking about these lines that are wrapping around doors for the COVID tests, right? Yeah, people are standing you out know, in the freezing cold in New York to get a test to find out if they're sick. Do you know that 90% of those people are traveling elsewhere, that that's why they're trying to get the tests so, just so they can leave the state? Really? Yeah. Interesting. They are not sick. There's nobody standing in the lines outside if they're or sick. Or they have to go to work. From everybody I know, from everything I've heard, uh, there is nobody standing in line because they are sick. You, from everybody I know that's had COVID, they've told me there's no way you'd be standing up even. Well, that's true. I mean, when I had COVID, it These was like I got hit by a freaking truck. People are wrapping around the street just so they can go to work, just so they can get out of the fucking state, just so they can leave. That is it. And we already talked about that. We talked about that in the last news podcast, the rates of people moving out of blue states, coming to red states. Trust me, we know we sold our house to some blue people and they're just weirder than hell. I'll get out. But either way, this is nothing new. But there was some other information that was released last night. Did you happen to catch that? If not, we're gonna let you listen to it right now because this um, is a huge win, something we reported I mean, I, I'm tell, I'm talking about months and months ago. I mean, I think we reported this in July. Yes, uh, th- well, th- I think this was before July. I think the first time I heard about this. Oh, and by the way, just so you're all aware too, um, of my sources, and I counted them up this afternoon, and we actually talked about this on the phone on my way home. Uh, I have seven sources in total that report information back to me. Right now, every single one of them and a reliability test, if I were to put them through a normal reliability test that I used to do to military sources when I was downrange, these guys all would be beyond reproach. Their reliability would be beyond reproach because everything they have told me has come fucking true. Now I've got the last little bit of evidence that proves it. This is absolutely crazy, folks. Enjoy this because uh, this is a win for all of us as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, this is a big win. All due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. You're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function, they gained in lethality. According to the definition that is currently (laughs) operable. We're not going to get anywhere close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. Project Veritas has obtained never-before-seen military documents regarding the origins of COVID-19, gain-of-function research, vaccines, potential treatments which have been suppressed, and the government's effort to conceal all of this. Dr. Anthony Fauci has testified many times before Congress stating that the U.S. government was never involved in gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Will you today finally take some responsibility for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator, with all due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. First of all, gain-of-function 
is a very nebulous term. But That's, the thing uh, is, is you're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function when they say they became sicker. They gained in right. lethality. It's a right. new virus. That's not gain of function. According to the definition that is currently <laughs> operable. We're not going to get anywhere right. close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit well, that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. You have said that I am unwilling to take any responsibility for the current pandemic. I have no responsibility for the current pandemic. That assertion is based on the NIH's definition of gain of function. However, the documents we've obtained refute that. The documents in question stem from a report at the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, better known as DARPA, which were hidden in a top-secret share drive. But what is DARPA? They are an agency under the U.S. Department of Defense, which facilitates research and technology with potential military applications. Dr. Stephen Walker was the director of DARPA at the time of the EcoHealth Alliance proposal. A source sent us this video of Dr. Walker talking about research they were exploring related to mRNA technology and its potential application with military personnel in the field. DARPA, about five or six years ago, we stood up an office called the Biotechnology Office, and the real purpose of that was to understand how biology worked and then build design, uh, design build and test cycles where you could um, engineer microorganisms to do things that you want to do. Though the main report regarding the EcoHealth Alliance proposal leaked on the internet a couple of months ago, it has remained unverified until now. Project Veritas has obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense, written by the U.S. Marine Corps Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. Major Murphy makes claims in his report to the Inspector General that, if true, could be damning to the official narrative that has been played out to the world over the past two years. Major Murphy's report states that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March 2018, seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne coronaviruses. The proposal was named Project Diffuse. DARPA rejected the proposal because the work was too dangerous and could violate the gain-of-function moratorium, despite EcoHealth's position that it would not. According to the documents, the NIAID, under the direction of Dr. Fauci, did not reject the proposal. They went ahead with the research at Wuhan and several sites across the U.S. Dr. Fauci has repeatedly maintained his position, under oath, that the NIH and NIAID have not been involved in gain-of-function research with the EcoHealth Alliance program. This appears to be contradictory to Major Murphy's analysis and the rejection from the Biological Technologies Office at DARPA. Major Murphy's report goes on to detail great concern over the COVID-19 gain-of-function program, the concealment of documents, the suppression of potential curatives like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and the mRNA vaccines. To be clear, Major Murphy is not the source of our reporting. As far as we're aware, he has done nothing that violates his oath of service to our country. We were able to track him down and though he couldn't go into detail about the hidden documents, he did offer this heartfelt statement. I offer no comments on the investigation or internal Marine Corps deliberations. I offer a brief comment to those that desire answers and to those that withhold them. To those seeking answers, I offer encouragement. There are good people striving for the truth, working together in and out of government, and they succeed. To those that withhold, I pray for you. Find the moral courage to come forward. Don't let a lie be our legacy to posterity. People will forgive. 
A commitment to truth is in the heart of this nation. Semper Fi. Project Veritas reached out to DARPA for comment regarding the hidden documents and spoke with the Chief of Communications, Jared Adams. Doesn't sound normal to me, no. Like I said, if, it, if something resides in a classified setting, then it should be appropriately marked. I'm not at all familiar with unmarked documents that reside in a classified, in a classified space, no. Um, that, like I said, that doesn't, doesn't sound like, I mean, it's, it's not good practice to put unmarked materials in, um, you know, in a, in a classified space, but there may be, there may be cause to because um, something is determined to be classified, um, but it wasn't you know, originally marked appropriately. I'd be happy, Robert, honestly, to investigate and you know, talk to the people who would own this document within the agency, ideally the, you know, the director of a biological technologies office or the deputy director of that office and try to ascertain you know, why it, it was the case. So here's the question. If the Department of Defense, the same people who make our nuclear arsenal, felt this research was too dangerous to proceed with, why in the world did the NIH, NIAID, and EcoHealth Alliance recklessly disregard the risks involved? Did they purposefully change the definition of gain of function in order to bypass the moratorium? Further, who at DARPA made the decision to bury the original report that could have raised red flags to the Pentagon, the White House, or Congress, which may have prevented this entire pandemic that has led to the deaths of 5.4 million people worldwide? caused much pain and suffering to many millions more. So folks, first of all, um, oh shit, it won't stop. Uh, really quick, <laughs> this uh, is huge. It is right? huge. And the reason that this is so big is first of all, um, if you've been listening to us for a hot minute, you know that we've already covered all of this. Ad nauseum. I, I don't even need to go into it. My sources reported to me more than six months ago. And yeah, I, I think the first time we talked about it was the end of May, beginning of June. Yeah, before we went on vacation. Correct. Because it was when I went up that I got more information on this yep. exact topic. And I came back in the first podcast after our vacation. If you remember back in July, I came back and our first episode following this, we did almost... Uh, I want to say almost a week after we came back, we did our Kovac special. Yep. And I dumped the rest of it out because I had gotten filtered through all the rest of it. So folks, real quick, the big part about this is, first of all, if they are changing gain of function or definitions of gain of function, this means back in 2018, this confirms the lab leak theory. That's what this confirms. 100%. This completely came from a lab. It didn't come from a fucking bat. It wasn't bat born. No bat flew over some weird ass fucking wet market in Wuhan, took a shit, landed in somebody's food. The person ate that food, consumed it raw, and all of a sudden this virus was born. That's not the way this shit happens, okay? The, yeah, I saw a comment tonight that was really interesting. Uh, it sounded like the person knew what they were talking about. If any first year biology student in college knows that you do not see a mutation this in this time in this amount of time that has taken place where we're already seeing mutations. All right. We are seeing something that has been purposefully put in our environment. Okay. So that confirms a lab leak theory. That's the biggest one. The second part of this, it confirms that Dr. Fauci, EcoHealth Alliance, DARPA now, the NIH, the NAID, 
are all involved, have been involved since the beginning. It's a grand conspiracy. And actually, I'm actually going to stick up for DARPA on this one. Because they told him to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. DARPA saw the writing on the wall, what they were trying to do. They were trying to weaponize an illness that would affect a certain population. The NIH, the NAID, and Fauci all said, oh, well, we'll just send it to Wuhan. They'll do it there. Yeah, of course. Because the not? Chinese would do it because they want to kill us. So. It's like Mikey. Why not? You know, you remember the commercial with the- Mikey uh, likes it. Mikey will eat anything. Yeah. It's just like that. It's just like Mikey. They talked about, in the document in 2018, they talked about the use of hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. In that document, the one that they showed you, it actually goes into um, uh, the antibodies, the uh, uh, the monoclonal antibodies. It They actually talk about that and how effective it was to treat it. Why aren't we treating people with it? Why are people going to fucking hospitals and getting breathing tube shoved down their throat. Oh, and by the way, they're in that hospital and they get the breathing tube shoved down their throat. Then they're pumping them full of fucking remdesivir. Remdesivir first and then the ventilator. So why? Why is this still going on? Why, why are we still talking about this? Why is this still a thing? Because it's never been about our health. It's never no, been it, about well, we that. Know that. It's, it is a depopulation agenda. That's exactly why. And because you know, if the virus didn't do it, the vaccine is going to. You, you brought that up six months ago, seven months ago. And you thought I was crazy. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I said that that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Because you're talking about an awful jump there about doctors that took oaths to do no harm. Yeah, okay. that, that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in student debt. Yet, now we're seeing that do no harm doesn't apply anymore. Do harm has become what they're, I mean, so a great friend of us and a great friend of you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show, Left, Right, and Center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about, especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here. Listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing. Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all, they, it doesn't go to China, so you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks, go there today, give it a shot.
if you look at what liberals have destroyed this year, and I was just doing a mental tally earlier today, and I was, I was saying to myself, man, if you think about all the things that liberals have destroyed today, okay? We used to trust the Department of Justice. Um, we can't trust them anymore. We got stories to back that up. Uh, we used to trust the FBI. We can't trust them anymore. Uh, they're absolutely worthless. Uh, I don't know anybody that will talk to the FBI anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and not all FBI agents are pieces of shit. No, we most know of them are of, really we know good lots guys. Of them and they're great people. And you know what? There's no way I'd trust their agency at all. Um, he, he's destroyed. Quite honestly, uh, I'm really questioning doctors now. I've been questioning doctors. When I go Why see a doctor, gone? I my first question. Uh, well, when they asked me, have you gotten the vaccine? I said, why should I? Well, absolutely. Why? Just start asking, just ask that simple question every time. Why? I bet, well, the, well they tell us on TV. No, why? Well, you're a doctor. You should know. Of all people, you should know. You know me. You know my current disorders and my diseases. Why should I get the vaccine? What tells you in my paperwork that I should get the vaccine? If they do not have an answer for you, that's your answer right there then no, I shouldn't. Actually, my doctors don't even ask. I, I, I get so frustrated with this shit because it's so glaring and people still have a problem. And I'm not talking to our normal listeners. If you've been listening for a long time, I'm not talking about you, but you know those people. You've heard them. You've, you've seen them. You've talked to them. You probably talk to them on a daily basis. You have brought this up. You have said this to them and they still sit there and look at you like you got a dick growing on your forehead. Why? I, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why is it such a hatred for, of the right that the left has to, they, they just can't believe anything? No, it's Stockholm syndrome. They know they made a bad choice and we have to make the same bad choice because otherwise they're in it by themselves. Don't you know one where where we go one we go all? Well, it, it's more that that's more what you just described is not Stockholm syndrome. What you described is more uh, the prison the riot syndrome, mass formation psychosis. Yeah, yeah. That's I exactly mean, that's what exactly it what it is. It really is. They, and and they they proved that this week too. Yep. They went out and they there were kids. I hey, all I want to I'm taking my hat off right now. My hat's off to the kids at Harvard and Yale and every Ivy League school that said, uh, no, mass psychosis formation, it's it's right here in my textbook. Yeah, right here in my they textbook. were ta taking pictures of it and posting it on the internet. What are you talking about? It, it's right here. It's a, it's a clinical diagnosis. Yeah, I, I was a sociology minor and we learned about it in sociology because it, that that term actually applies to both psychology and sociology. Yeah, well, it also, right? it also applies to uh, uh, the... Uh, a lot of military guys because oh, yeah. that's what we come out of that Definitely. mass it's, form yes. that mass formation i, I talk of about a it psychological all the time. reference because when you guys in the military when when you experience such trauma which you do all the time yep. right you have to suppress your emotions all constantly that's what you guys do because otherwise you it would break you so when guys are deployed and they're they're killing people and fear for their lives constantly if they let that fear control them they can never be successful so they learn to suppress all of those feelings so so does that go for like lying too do you think does is lying involved in that if so many people are lying around you you just feel the need you have to lie 
Um, I, there, there's a sociological term for that as well, I believe. Yeah, it's called nepotism. Actually, it's called mirroring. It's oh, whatever. It's basically where okay, it's like uh, it's like with kids, right? You, it's the one-up in game. One no, up? no, you you get a you know you get a, a beautiful, smart, sweet child, and you tell them over and over again every single day that they're stupid, worthless piece of shit. You know what's going to happen? Yeah, eventually they turn they're going to become way. a worthless. Yep. Piece of shit, yeah, stupid, right? Worthless piece. Exactly, of shit. because you've you've essentially convinced them. Isn't that, that's that more? The truth. It, that's not mirroring. That's asserting that you're asserting a truth that is unknown to them at the time. Yeah, I, college was a very long time ago. Yeah, I, have no, to, I, I have to remember the term, but um, but uh, but but it is it's an effect, and we see it every day going on right now in all of these people. Right? They they are lied to constantly to the point where now they can no longer discern the truth from the fiction. And they believe all the lies that are told to them because if they start to question their reality, they're going to question everything. It's actually, it's like why you can't admit that 9-11 was a setup, right? Why, why you have such difficulty, and I see that from the look on your face right now, you have such difficulty believing that the government, that our government dropped the World Trade Centers on our own people. No, no, no. Because no, 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 if no. you were First to all, admit, exactly. No, Hold on, stop, let me finish. Stop. Because if you were to- Because now you're trying to do what I'm about to explain to you, what you were just talking about, <laughs> that it's called imprinting. Okay. Um, you're trying to imprint a belief that I do not believe in. And For I instance, do, but it goes both ways. You're a worthless piece of shit. That is not a belief you be that that child believes in. Okay, that is imprinting. You're imprinting something on that person that that person doesn't currently. Okay, can believe. I can I finish my point though? My point is that if you were to, whether or not it's true, if you were to admit it, it would basically destroy everything that you did for 21 years, right? Because part, no. of, part of the reason why you fought so hard for our country was because of 9-11. So many soldiers joined the military because of 9-11. Are you fucking high? No, I wish. there is not a fucking soldier out there that joined, they, oh, they claim it, they say it all the time. No, it goes back to 1960, I, I, 1968, you can go see the fucking movie right now. I joined because I want to be the first kid on my block with a confirmed kill. That is 100% what the fuck that is. It is nothing, it has nothing to, everybody can say patriotism all they want until the, you can jerk off in the weeds until fucking the cows come home. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with, I want to be the first kid on my block with a fucking confirmed kill. I that is 100% what I it is. I don't quite think you're getting my point. No, I am. I'm completely getting your point and I'm destroying your point because what you're saying is completely wrong my point is this that what you're talking about you're trying to tell me that this is that i'm going to have some ma mass psychotic break because if i admit that 9-11 was an inside job then everything i did for 21 years is worthless i, I it doesn't mean anything to me no that you're you wrong. killed that you killed the wrong people that you went off to the wrong people because the government told you to no, I, that's like free murder. You, you're not, you're not, you're missing the whole point. <laughs> I was allowed to do that. I will never, ever suffer any repercussions from anything I did there, even though I have to deal with the mental ones. It's the mental ones that I'm talking nah, about. No, nah, no, nah. Okay. That's not even half of it. But let's get into liars because we got some more lying here. Well, well, hold on real quick, because before we finish up, I do have a, a quick thing about the Project Veritas thing. So, uh, now well, you do. Well, yeah, because you were just talking and talking and talking. Now I can get a fucking word in edgewise. Um, Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Naomi Wolf. Obviously, everyone knows Dr. Robert Malone. Yep. You familiar with Dr. Naomi Wolf? She's the uh, she's the 
co-author of the uh, mRNA vaccine, I believe. Or yeah, one she of used them. to be a Clinton advisor. Yeah. Right? She she was a Democrat. Yep. So they went on Bannon's war room yep. after Project Veritas. And Dr. Malone said that um, it's bigger than the Pentagon Papers. Okay. Um, Dr. Wolf called it manslaughter of millions of people coordinated at the highest levels. Yes. I, I not what have we been saying? Absolutely. I, I we have not been saying anything different than any of these people have, and we had the information before all of them. I was telling her tonight too. I was like, man, we have this is all shit that we have said on our show. Uh, because we're small time, we're not James O'Keefe and our house hasn't been raided by the FBI. Um, we don't get any popularity, we don't get anything about it, but whatever. We called this months ago. We have been talking about this. You, I know everybody that's listened to us for a hot minute. I know you already know this. We've been doing it. We don't, we don't spew bullshit. We really do a lot of like, we make sure that what we're saying is the God's honest truth. Um, Except for when we, even when I get, even when I get questionable shit from sources, you don't see me just jump out and say, Hey, I heard this from one of my sources. I haven't confirmed any. No, I do my best to confirm as much of it as possible. And when these guys sent this stuff to me, I got to tell you, I, when I, I have them in different places for a reason, but when I have more than one come to me and they're coming at me from different locations, I can tell you right now, I knew about this shit. We knew about this shit back in May. I, I, the first time I heard about all of this paperwork, the first time I heard about DARPA being involved and DARPA turning it down for, you have to realize how fucked up it is that DARPA turned it down and the NAID and fucking Fauci and his whole clan took that shit and ran with it. That is, this is the same group that approved the Manhattan Project. This is the same group that said, hey, look, we're going to drop, drop some nukes in New Mexico. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and pretty much the same people because they're all like 100 years old. I'm like, you Why have, haven't they died yet? You have one crew that said they already did a bunch of fucked up shit. These are the same motherfuckers it that does. were out there Given acid to dude saying, hey, talk to these goats. Or same guys. Those that's a real story. That is not bullshit. That is a hundred percent. I've seen the stables. Or how about the same people that were taking children away from uh poor black families in New York and experimenting on them? This is the same group. And, and they and when said they, that when this the kids is complained about up. it, they would put ports in them so that they could directly deliver the drugs to them intravenously to kill them. This is the same, same group. group. They've been trying to kill they us for years. They said that this is Now they're just doing it on a bigger up. scale. They said, no, they're not. They said that this is too fucked up. Yeah, DARPA did, but I'm yes. talking about Fauci. They're just doing it on a bigger scale But now. I'm talking about DARPA. I am specifically talking about DARPA. I, I'm, that is huge for DARPA to say, not only no, but fuck no, because what they know that Fauci and them didn't know at the time. And we're just now finding out, and I'll just give you a hint to the end of the paper, because the end of the paper, DARPA explains why they said no. Why is that? It's almost impossible to contain to one people. Hmm, no kidding. Now get this, get this. So I, I, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. Impossible to contain to one people, right? What one people were they targeting in the first place? That was my 
right off the bat, boom, first question, right? Because we had that report from the source that told us that 23andMe, which all has been confirmed. Yep. 23andMe. Um, I confirmed that with human Dr. Gen- Martin. Yep. The Human uh, Genome Project. Um, Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. All of those things where you send your DNA off all goes to China. More specifically, goes to Wuhan, China, which is really crazy because why would it go to Wuhan, China? Hmm. Interesting. But the more interesting part of that conversation came out, or the really interesting part, I should say, was that um, contained to one, unless, unless something was cultured within the DNA to prevent it from affecting another. Hmm. That's really interesting. You'd have to have the DNA of both though, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Correct. Yeah. So, and the DNA would have to be significantly different in order to differentiate it between one to the other. So, tell me something. There was an outbreak just this week, and this is really interesting. And this is where it really piqued my curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I was going to get into this later, but now fuck it, we'll drop it right now. Hemorrhagic fever in China. Thank you. So, is anybody? Do you know what hemorrhagic fe- fever is? Yeah, it's it's like a bullet. It's where you're like bleeding from every orifice in your body every until pore, you die. Every it has pore. a thirty percent fatality rate. No, it has a seventy four percent fatality rate. It has a thirty percent cure rate. That's the problem with hemorrhagic fever. Once you get it, there it's almost impossible to get rid of it. So get this right. So I'm sitting there going, thinking to myself, I'm like, what are the po- I, I, and I, I just spitballing, right? So I'm driving today and I'm sitting there and down the road. And I was like, you know, I paused everything I was listening to. And I asked Google of everybody. Why not? You, you asked Alexa. Alexa to ask Google. Um, I said, hey, what is, is, is hemorrhagic fever piggyback off of any other diseases? Hmm. And what was the answer you got? Uh, yes. What diseases? What do you think the number one is? SARS-CoV is a transporter of hemorrhagic fever. Of course it is. And since it was designed in a lab in the first place. Hold on, listen to this. This is where it gets crazy, right? So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. So if it is a transporter of hemorrhagic fever, what, because the spike protein in SARS-CoV, hemorrhagic fever is a smaller spike that sits off to the side. It normally is in, it's in a lot of viruses. It's not in enough that it can actually cause damage to the human body. However, it is in a lot of viruses. It does exist out there. However, one of the interesting parts about this is hemorrhagic fever in the right conditions, under the right conditions, without prevention or any type of, uh, any type of prophylaxis, correct. can be extremely lethal in a very small community um, in close proximity. Yeah. And not only that, it not only affects the actual spike protein itself, but the airborne method, the aerosolized method of hemorrhagic fever being spread is three times more effective and three times more deadly than what COVID is or SARS-CoV is. And this wasn't even SARS-CoV-2. This is SARS-CoV. This is the first one they found. That they developed. They didn't find it. They developed it. No, because the first one they found was from bats. Um, 
remember, it takes anywhere between 18 and 35 years for a second strand to, to pop up in human gene, genealogy, genealogical. If you're questioning that, go listen to our episode with uh, Deplorable Janet. She'll tell you all about it. It was awesome. She went through all of that stuff, how long it takes for something like that to be developed uh, that naturally crosses from bat to human, for instance. The other, the interest, the most interesting part about it is if you take into account the vaccine, right? What did you say the vaccine does to the unvaccinated or to the unvaccinated? Correct. The unvaccinated who have not been exposed to COVID. What does the vaccine do to yep. the, uh, what, that sheds the spike proteins? No. Nope. What are you talking about? It the destroys any antibodies that you have in your body. Oh, you mean, well, that's for the vaccinated. When you get vaccinated. We, we, we just talked about VADES yes. not too long ago. And VADES is just the human um, virus. Vaccine acquired uh, immunodeficiency syndrome. Correct. So in that type of setting, okay, and I heard this one too, and this is a great point too. Um, when you're, uh, we actually heard this from, uh, 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 we had him on what, Sunday, I think, uh, pandemic. No. Oh, um, Mickey Willis. Yeah. Mickey Willis. Mickey said it the other, uh, last podcast, a couple podcasts ago. And he said, you know, when you're released from, ICU in a hospital. It's the cleanest environment you'll ever be in. Trust me, I was in one for a very long time. Yeah, you are. ICU is extremely clean. Um, there is nothing in, they bleach the shit out of that place. It smells like bleach when you get put in there. It sucks. It, it smells horrible. Um, they don't just put you on the street right after you get released from ICU. You get released to a, a wing in the hospital where it's not as clean. Why? That way your body is introduced to other things that are floating around in the air and your immune system can build back up. Post that- That's though, why there's so many staph infections in hospitals. Correct. Mm -hmm. Post that, you move out, then you get put on the street and you go home and then you come back, whatever, you get checked up on and whatnot. The point being is if you don't have any sort of anybody in your body, an outbreak of hemorrhagic fever amongst the vaccinated- holy crap, you would destroy everybody that's had a shot. They're literally all just gonna drop dead. Yeah, literally, we can't stop it. You, yeah. If it broke out here, oh, and by the way, we're sending all of our Olympians there. Yeah, so hmm. about that. Can't wait for that. Okay. I'm glad so, the IOC is looking out for us. Hold on now. And remember, remember too, just real quick before you begin, remember as well, this was created from our DNA, not China's DNA. They're now having such an issue that they're locking down towns in China because of hemorrhagic fever, not because of COVID, hemorrhagic fever. There is no known vaccine for hemorrhagic fever. Apparently it's hemorrhagic fever season in China. Correct. This happens annually. Correct. It's worse this year than it has been in the past. Ever. Probably due they to- They have six towns vaccination. now. Yeah, right. Six towns now that are completely locked down. But- so the last Olympics was in, supposed to be in 2020. Correct. Tokyo. Correct. It was postponed for a year, which is why we're having back-to-back -back Olympics now, 21 and 22. Because Even of though when it came out in 21, it was, they it still said Tokyo 2020 everywhere. Well, yep. We talked about that then. Yep. Anyway, um, they 
canceled the Olympics because of COVID. But they're not going to do it because of hemorrhage. When there were fever. hardly any cases at the time. Correct. Nothing going on. But we're going to go on with the Olympics in China with hemorrhagic fever raging through there. Oh, yeah. During hemorrhagic fever season. Oh, get with this. With towns being shut down all over oh, the place. And get this. Why don't we just have the military world games there again? It's in a port city. <laughs> That's a port city. Uh, Nishai uh, is a port city. We're all going to die. I mean, I, they're just trying to spread this. That's I mean, exactly I mean, it. But you cannot get away from the fact that this was all created in a lab and pushed forward to everybody else in the world by a certain select number of individuals. Fauci. This can no longer be ignored. No. And... Um, my again, my question goes to Rand Paul and everyone who is in the Senate. When are you going to arrest Dr. Anthony Fauci for lying, not only to the American people but to you all? Uh, when are you going to start holding his feet to the flames? When are you going to hold him accountable for what he's done? But hold on one second, because this is where it kind of does get really good okay there, it was and, a, and this is rather long um it was a pretty spicy day it, it really was and and a lot of this clip that's going let me let me foreshadow this a little bit um a lot of people i'm sure do that? have seen the clip of Rand paul going after fauci today in today's hearings and the complaint was that they everyone cut it off at the end of Rand paul what was fauci's response it is a bit of a long response so it, it, this is Eight minutes, bear with us. Um, we might, almost nine minutes, we might stop it here and there to comment, um, but it is rather long, So, but it's so well worth it. Yeah, because uh, for a person who talks a lot, he doesn't really say a whole oh lot. Oh my, well, uh, Rand Paul made some excellent points, and Fauci, you'll see. You'll see. Dr. Fauci, the idea that a government official like yourself would claim unilaterally, unilaterally to represent science that any criticism of you would be considered a criticism of science itself is quite dangerous. Central planning, whether it be of the economy or of science, is risky because of the fallibility of the planner. It would not be so catastrophic if the planner were simply one physician in Peoria. Then the mistakes would only affect that physician's patients, the people who chose that physician. But when the planner is a government official, like yourself, who rules by mandate, the errors are compounded and become much more harmful. A planner who believes he is the science leads to an arrogance that justifies, in his mind, using government resources to smear and to destroy the reputations of other scientists who disagree with him. In an email exchange with Dr. Collins, you conspire, and I quote here directly from the email, to create a quick and devastating published takedown of three prominent epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford and Stanford. Apparently there's a lot of fringe epidemiologists at Harvard, Oxford and Stanford. And you quote in the email that they or from Dr. Collins and you you agree that they are fringe. And immediately there's this takedown effort. A published takedown though, you know, doesn't exactly conjure up the image of a dispassionate scientist. Instead of engaging them on the merits, you and Dr. Collins sought to smear them as fringe and take them down and not in journals, in lay press. This is not only antithetical to the scientific method, it's the epitome of cheap politics, and it's reprehensible, Dr. Fauci. Do you really think it's appropriate 
to use your $420,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you? Burn. The, the email you're referring to was an email of Dr. Collins to me. If you look at the email... That you responded to and hurried up and said, I can do it, I can do it. We got something in Wired no, magazine. No, no, no. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. Did you First ever object all, to Dr. Collins's characterization of them as friends? Did you write back to Dr. Collins and say, no, they're not friends, they're esteemed scientists, and it would be beneath me I, I did to not do that? You responded to him that you would do it, and you immediately got an article you, in Wired, you, you, and you sent it back to him and said, hey, look, I've got him. I nailed him in Wired of all scientific publications. That's not publications. what went on. You there you go again. That you just do the same thing every hearing. That was your response. And so, this, wasn't, so, this wasn't the only time. So your desire to take you're down people... You're incorrect. As usual, Senator, you no. are incorrect. Almost everything you well, said... Well, no, you deny. You deny. Right. But the emails tell the truth of this. No. This wasn't the only time. Your desire to take down those who disagree with you didn't stop with Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. You conspired with Peter Daszak, who you communicated with privately, and other members of the scientific community that wrote opinion pieces for Nature... Five of them signed a, a paper for Nature, an opinion piece. Seventeen signed a paper that called it conspiracy theory, the idea that the virus could have originated in the lab. Do you think? Real quick, folks, uh, this one we have talked about at great length, and I, I can tell you right now what Rand Paul is talking about here is very important. Listen to Fauci's response because Fauci's response is going to be a lot of uh, uh, he's going to talk about how well you're always trying to take me down there random you're always constantly coming after me no no folks listen to what Fauci says because this one is really interesting think words like conspiracy theory should be in a scientific paper senator I never used that word when I was referring to it you're distorting Virtually everything. Did you communicate with the five scientists who wrote the opinion piece in Nature where they were describing, oh, this, there's no way this could that have come from, from the lab? That was not me. What did I you did, talk with any of those see, scientists but privately? You keep, the, you keep the story you? the truth. It is, it is you stunning talk, how you, you do Did you talk that? to any of the scientists privately yes. who wrote the opinion? You did. Well, what were they telling you privately? Well, well, let me explain. You know you're going back to that original discussion when I brought together a group of people to look at every possibility with an open mind. So you, not only are you distorting it, you are completely turning it around. As Were most you of the scientists do. that came to you privately, did they come to you privately and say, no way this came from the lab? Or was their initial impression, Dr. Gary and Dr. others that were involved, was their initial impression actually that it looked very suspicious for a virus you know, that came from a lab? Senator, we are here at a committee to look at a, a virus now that has killed almost 900,000 people. And the purpose of the committee was to try and get things out, how we can help to get the American public. And you keep coming back to personal attacks on me that have absolutely no relevance to reality. Do you think anybody has had more influence let, over let a response to this than you have? Do you Madam think it's a great Chair, success? Do you think it's a great success what's happened well, so far? Do you think you, the lockdowns are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. And now 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a, a winning success what you've advocated for government? 
Um, Senator, first of all, <clears throat> if you look at everything that I said, you accuse me of in a monolithic way telling people what they need to do. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask. Get boosted. And you've advocated get to make it coercive. Take, and take a look at everything. Okay, and right there, right there, folks, get get the vaccine. Take them, you know, wear a mask. Uh, get boosted. Uh, he, I can show you personally where he has flip flopped twenty seven different times on both the, all everything he just said there, and you all know this because we played it every time that he's flip flopped. That's why we sent him a box of flip flops, folks. I'm telling you, this guy is, you know, I, I'm actually. You know, all right, I'm actually going to, I'm going to say something here. I'm going to change my opinion on who I honestly think the devil is. Really? Yes. You don't think it's Soros anymore? Well, I, I think Soros is working with a, a concubine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I think we're looking at, at the cocky. I mean, right I, I told you there was a woman behind it all, but I don't, I, I would hate to. I, I, I think Fauci identifies as a woman. The way he fights, he's like, <laughs> come on, kid. jeez. Okay, that's not how women fight, okay? You're, yeah, no, you're describing a gay man. Thank you very much. Uh, a trans man, actually. I wouldn't even call gay men that. Okay, see? Yeah. 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 Anyway. You've Thing advocated that it be done by mandate. Right. You've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. So again, Madam Chair, I would like just a couple of minutes because right. this, th this happens all the time. You personally attack me and with absolutely not a shred of evidence of anything you say. So I would like to make something not clear. Not a shred, except committee. everything we've played He's for doing this for political reasons. Well, not only that, he said he called out the emails. He's like, I have the emails right here in front of me. Yeah, not a shred of evidence. But not a shred of evidence. Oh, no, obviously he's reading those emails wrong. Uh, he must be. Yes. They were released in a FOIA fucking release, you moron. Yeah, they must not have included punctuation. That, that can make all the difference. Yeah, well, I've heard that because you're a <laughs> dick and you could be a dick. No, no, that's, no, oh, that's, that's not, words. That's words. That's, that's, Shit. Yeah, no, no, no. You are a dick and you're a dick. I don't know. No, that's that's. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, all right. I, I, fuck it. I failed English. It doesn't matter. Obviously. What you need to do is he said in front of this committee. You think your takedown of three I was, prominent I was, epidemiologists was not political? You, you don't want me that to finish because you know what I'm going to say. Senator, that was the question. Senator, Were you political we will, in taking at down this, right, at these three point, prominent epidemiologists? Senator Paul, if you would please, um, I'm going to allow... It's really funny, too, because I love how Senator Paul keeps talking. He's like, yeah, I can't hear you because you're wearing 12 masks. So I can't hear you. But he anyway. just wants his question answered because Fauci doesn't actually answer the question at all ever. So anyway, he, he plays the victim. Keep going. Well, this uh, the, Dr. Fauci to respond. We have a number of senators yeah. who would like to ask questions and I would like him to be able to respond. Please do. So, so the last time we had a committee or the time before he was accusing me of being responsible for the death of five, four to five million people, is. which is really There's irresponsible. And I say, why is he doing that? There are two reasons why that's really bad. Because you're guilty. The first is it distracts from what we're all trying to do here today is get our arms around the epidemic and the pandemic that we're dealing with. Uh, you can't. Not something imaginary. Number two, 
What happens when he gets out and accuses me of things that are completely untrue is that all of a sudden that kindles the crazies out there. Oh, we're crazies, by the way. The threats upon my life, harassments of my family and my children with obscene phone calls. Okay, okay, stop this for a second. Because people are lying about me. I'm sorry, wasn't Rand Paul attacked coming out of uh, last year? Coming out of Congress. Well, yeah, and he was also attacked at the baseball game. At the baseball, ga- the at the baseball game. game, yep. Yeah. I, and I know Rand, and his neighbor attacked him. Yep. Right? So Rand Paul has been the subject of three separate attacks directly linked to... His politics. To his politics. Uh, Correct. To people on the other side, on the left, attacking him. Correct. Which directly led to some crazy physically attacking him. Yeah, and uh, the only thing but you got was a box of Fauci flip-flops. is playing the victim because he got a threatening phone call? Yeah, and a box of flip-flops. Oh, and some dude in Iowa apparently got pulled over by the cops and was going to kill him or some shit. I don't know. Keep keep going. Too bad he missed. Now, you know, I we guess don't you wish could harm say, on well, anybody. that's the way it goes. Yeah. I can take the hit. Well, it, it, it makes a difference because as some of you may know, just about three or four weeks ago, on December 21st, a person was arrested who was on their way from Sacramento to Washington, D.C., at a speed stop in Iowa. And they asked, the police asked him where he was going. Speed stop. And he was going to Washington, D.C. to kill Dr. Fauci. And they found in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition because he thinks that maybe I'm killing people. So I ask myself, why would Senator want to do this? So go to Rand Paul website and you see fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says contribute here. You can do five dollars real quick. Okay, so this was the best right after this hearing. Senator Paul (laughs) took this picture of. Right here, that's on there right now with with Fauci holding up the thing saying "Fire Dr. Fauci," and he put it on Twitter and he said the one thing that Fauci and I agree about. <laughs> Fire Dr. Fauci. <laughs> that was awesome. I love how he trolls. He's a troller. <laughs> he really is. It's Twenty dollars, a hundred dollars. So you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. So the only thing politically attacked your colleagues and in a politically reprehensible way attacked their reputations. You won't defend it. You won't argue it. You'll just simply turn around the attack. continue this hearing. We have a number of questions from other senators. One more minute, please. Dr. Fauci, I really appreciate your response, but we do have a number of questions from senators, and we do have a second round, and I'm being asked to make sure that everybody has their time. So thank you. Thank you very much. Fauci. You're done. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's pretty much so, it. There it Stop is. Stop playing the victim. Seriously, he didn't answer a single question. Not he, a single one. He played the liberal card yep. all the way. He yep. turned it around, at, turned it into a personal attack, and played the victim. Yep. You're attacking me. You're hurting my feelings. You're getting these crazies from California. From did you get catch that? The guy was from Sacramento. Yeah. Hey, um, so everybody hey, in California. It is the land of fruits and nuts. I'm. I'm Everybody if in California, hey, I'm sorry, but you're crazy. Just seriously. so you're aware, because Dr. Fauci just crazy. Dr. Fauci just said that you're all nuts. He called you a crazy. Yep. But it it doesn't stop with Fauci. 
No, because there was one associate justice that was asking some actually very good questions on, uh, and, and he asked basic ones like, uh, are the uh, vaccines really safe and effective? A couple of his questions were based on that. Then he went into testing. He brought up testing and he How brought come up Europe has tests like hand over fist and we don't have any. No, no. He brought up things like, no, because we don't want those. Those are the PCR tests. We no, don't. no. The rapid tests are talking about rapid tests because apparently, you know, uh, Biden, he was Biden talking shut about that down. He was talking about the PCR test, but okay. he did bring up a question about how can we identify the flu from COVID? Where'd the flu go? He brought that whole point up. Yeah. And according to uh, some of the liberal fact checkers, oh God. they made the claim that uh, Gorsuch was lying that the flu disappeared. Hmm. Really? Well, the Supreme Court has updated their official transcript of the court proceedings that took place last week, clarifying that Justice Neil Gorsuch did not make a false claim about their flu. Hmm. The nation's top court held oral, oral arguments on Friday against two of Biden's administration's COVID-19 vaccine, vaccine mandates, including one promulgated against every business that had 100 workers or more, obviously the OSHA mandate. Gorsuch, a Trump nominee, during questioning of Solicitor General Elizabeth Pelgar, uh, uh, Pelgar I can't even pronounce it, said that uh, polio was a terrible scourge about amongst the country for years, but the federal government had never mandated it for the workers through OSHA. We have flu vaccines. The flu kills, I believe. Hundreds of thousands of people every year, which it does. Last uh, Two years ago, which is the one we can go back to, because last year, apparently the flu disappeared. And... You know, he maybe said, ten thousand people died last year. Uh, in years previous, uh, he went back to two years ago, and he said where the flu killed one hundred fifteen thousand people. Okay, and he said, uh, "What do we make when we're thinking what qualifies for a major question?" Doesn't it? Gorsuch was quoted as saying, "Critics said that hundreds of thousands of people are not killed every year by the flu." in the United States. No. That's only because they have- he didn't have, say in the United States. He just said every year. He, correct. The Supreme Court on Monday qu quietly updated the transcript with Gorsuch, Gorsuch now being quoted as saying the flu kills, I believe, and this is just a comma, a comma, just a placement of a comma. Punctuation. The flu kills, comma, I believe, comma, hundreds, comma, of thousands, if not thousands of people every year. Punctuation. I'm telling you, punctuation makes the all the difference. The court did not alert the public to the change and the spokespersons have not responded to any emails questioned or questions regarding the sessions on Friday. Hmm. Hmm. And then we got... Um, well, then, uh, hold on. What have you got? Well, we got the next clip, which is just absolutely ridiculous because uh, it's the one that really toots my whistle. I uh, believe, don't we? There it is. That's the one I want. Oh yeah, that Cha -ching. one. Okay. Because there was a chance for Sotomayor to be fixed and be corrected by the administration, yep. by several other people that stand behind a very big podium. And um, I mean, she was already thrown on, under the bus. They could have run her right over. They did. They backed up. They reversed it. They threw that bitch in reverse. Said, "Watch this. Hold Oops. my beer. Watch this." Tire so, treads. Yeah. This this one's just. This one's just disgusting because okay. it just makes me sick. I understand that the science says that vaccines prevent death, but 
I'm triple vaxxed, still got COVID. You're triple vaxxed, still got COVID. Why is the president still referring to this as a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Well, I, I think, Peter, there's a significant difference between, and you just you just experienced this, and not to expose your public health experience, but I can speak to mo mine as well. I had been triple vaxxed. I had minor symptoms. There is a huge difference between that and being unvaccinated. You are 17 times more likely to go to the hospital if you're not vaccinated, 20 times more likely to die. And those are significant, serious statistics. So yes, the impact uh, for people who are unvaccinated is far more dire than those who are vaccinated. Will the president update his language at some time to be more reflective of the fact that people who are triple vaccinated are catching and spreading COVID. I think the president has said, as have we a number of times, that there will be breakthrough cases. There will be people who get COVID uh, here uh, at different media organizations, at companies around the world, uh, around the country, uh, who have been vaccinated. But there is a significant difference between being hospitalized or dying and uh, being vaccinated with more mild symptoms. And then last one, you guys have been very aggressive countering COVID misinformation so what do you guys think about covid misinformation coming from the supreme court and sonia sotomayor's false claim that over a hundred thousand children are in serious condition many on ventilators well i'm not going to speak to supreme court arguments or statements uh made in those arguments uh but i will tell you that what is at stake here is our effort to protect health workers and most importantly protect patients with the cms rule and also to make workplaces safer with the osha rule which we have confidence in our legal uh, argument for so i will leave it to them uh, to decide but that's what's being argued now Go you mean you have confidence okay. in your liberal judges to do what you tell them to do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. I want to point something out real quick. All right. Everybody take a look at Peter Ducey's right wrist there. Okay. I've got a friend, um, uh, one of my sources. He has told me that everyone that is vaccinated, this is the V mark. This is your V mark if you're in the White House. Okay. Everybody look at that white wrist band that's on his wrist. If you're vaccinated, you've showed your... COVID card at the uh, desk when you walk into the White House, you get a white band and that's your V mark, okay? So following that, let's go into what this, what Peppermint Patty said, because there's a lot to unpack there, okay? Just a bit. Really quick, first of all, um, he brings up the point over about, I've been triple vaxxed, you've been triple vaxxed. Um, why are we still getting COVID? No. Why is there a mandate? Yeah. Okay. Because what they've come out this week and said is it's a personal, one more time, a personal choice. It's a personal medical decision. Unless well, you want to buy groceries. If it's a personal medical decision, why is there a mandate? Unless well, you want what, to, go, what's to the need, go to work. What's the need for a mandate? No, no, you're not listening. If it's a personal medical choice, what's the need for a mandate? Because the, the vaccine does not stop the spread. That's the point he's making. And she went right into how the vaccine does not stop the spread. She actually brings up her own story about, well, if you have COVID, your symptoms are less, are not as bad. So if I were Peter Ducey sitting there, I would have raised my hand and said, Thank you. You just made my argument for me because what you're telling me right now is that 
your personal opinion, your personal story concerning COVID is that you were triple vaxxed and the symptoms weren't as bad. So why a mandate? She never answers that question. Very interesting because she kind of just slept it off. His last bit about Sotomayor, a Supreme Court justice spreading misinformation. Um, apparently, uh, in the White House, we no longer talk about the Supreme Court. Hmm. Until one of them dies. And then they talk about who they're going to nominate. I, I, I don't know. I could have sworn when um, Kagan, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Amy Comey Barrett. Comey Barrett and um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh were up there. I could have sworn that I heard, you know, them all going after them uh, to include uh, Schumer and uh, the shit show. I, I mean, the shift show. Um, I could have sworn they both were going after him and they were more than commenting on it. They were saying, they were, oh, and they went as far as to say, now there's going to be two rapists on the Supreme Court. Yeah, they have no problem tearing apart every opinion that- um, Republican judge. Th exactly. But if they're gonna, if it's the left- Oh, they're not gonna comment. No, no comment. they can't talk about it. The, so, other, the other thing that uh, she said in there was when she said, oh, the president has said many times that, you know, that- um, he hasn't said that it COVID, oh, oh, that it breakthrough stopped cases. COVID. Yeah, yeah, he talks about break, breakthrough oh, cases. All the time. It's going to happen. No, no, no. No, it doesn't. No, no uh, actually, Biden, we have video of him saying- And we played it before. Yep. If you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. Yep. You will not die from COVID. I've got not only him, but I've got Rachel Maddow. I've got fucking- oh, yeah. uh, I can go through the list of people, the litany of people that have said, oh, you will never get COVID. Apparently, there's calls for Rachel Rachel Maddow to, to walk back all those comments Yeah, now. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, big time, big time. She not only has to do that, but I think she should have to go back and wipe the ass of every COVID, uh, somebody that's tested positive for COVID uh, and have been vaccinated because of her. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, you know, she's terrified for her job right now. Uh, Joy uh, yeah. Reid is out. Yep. So, I mean, she's gone. She's next. So yeah, Rachel Maddow is probably next. Um, but here- did you, did you push my- What? Did I push your what? No, there it is. Okay. Okay. Um, but they should be scared. They should They should honestly be scared. So we're, uh, we, we touched on this with um, Dan from the Cosmic Keys podcast that we're doing a Deadpool. Yeah. Right? Deadpool. So- uh, That's and, what we're going to call it at least because yeah, so, I, I love the movie Deadpool. And, and I've, for my Deadpool picks- um, I've personally chosen, I have to remember this. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, All right, today. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. A lot of people talk in this. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. Oh. Ah, Bernie with a side of Kathy Griffin. <laughs> oh, you're allowed to pick more than one? Yeah, yeah, it's two. Two, two for the Deadpool. So I, I'm taking Bernie and I chose Kathy Griffin because I just, I can't say Google because I don't use Google. I duck, duck, goad. Um, what celebrity recently got their booster? And the first one to pop, pop up was Kathy Griffin. Just got her booster after recovering from cancer. Uh, yeah, she's gonna she's, die she's going down um and there have been so many of course 
you know, everyone talks about Betty White. And you commented the other day that you thought um, Betty White was banging, um, what's his name? Bob Saget. Bob Saget up in heaven. And I said, I didn't think Betty White was in heaven. Right. And you kind of gave me that look. And here's why. Okay. So she's called the queen of Hollywood, right? Yeah. How can you survive 80 years in Hollywood and still be pure as the driven snow? Well, I mean. Uh, rumor has it that she was a Crowley. That she was Barbara and Aleister Crowley's sister. Rumor has it or that's proof? R- rumor has it. I, I have not. I'm, I'm not sure about the proof. I'm would just it, saying rumor be, has it. It would be Aleister. It wouldn't be Barbara. It would be Aleister Crowley, not. There was uh, Barbara and Aleister yeah, Crowley. Okay. And yeah, they were brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. And Betty Crowley uh, see, was I, the third. I haven't heard that, but okay. Anyway, so uh, like I said, that's that's the rumor. She changed that her would name. put her up there on the list. I mean, right? she would be like uh, How do you survive 80 years in Hollywood? 80 years. You've seen everything. That's not, uh, Ivermectin doesn't do that for you folks. There's only one thing that kind of does that according to everything I've read. Seriously. That kind of narrows it down if, to like. Think about it. Like you were drinking something. Betty White. Adrenochrone. <sighs> Man, that's a tough one to talk I know, down. right? Because Betty White. It's, it's Betty, Betty White. White. I mean, Everyone loved Betty White. Except, I mean, from taxi to. Drinking the blood of your children. Um, if that's true. If that's, I'm just, I I, I, I I know if it's true, if it's true. I have a long so, list and she was never on it, but would it not surprise me? It would me? not surprise me. No, not at all. No. However, Bob Saget was not on it. And, uh, but there was, he was accused of pedophilia. He was after, after, uh, no, the Olsen twins, not too long ago. No, it was family matters. It was after family matters. It wasn't not, it was very long ago after family matters ended. The Olsen twins came out and tried to fucking play. Yeah. And he, and he denied it. And and it all got let go. Well, hold on. There's, there's more deaths that I've got to go through here. Okay. Are you still talking about Bob Saget? Yeah. I was going to go on about Bob Saget real quick because this was kind of a big one and I don't know what I did with it now. Um, I thought I'd put it in there. Bob Saget, uh, just in case you're all wondering, they did release his... Um, the medical examiner. Hold on one second. Let me get that. Okay, so... Um, I, have, I have it here, too, on the computer. Anyway, the medical examiner finished their report on Bob Saget. Said... There was no evidence of drugs or foul play. Um, apparently he'd entered his room. He was in a hotel room. I had previously said Jacksonville and I was wrong. It was Orlando, um, but still not Miami. Um, so he key coded into his room at like two 20 in the morning after his comedy show, he was supposed to check out the next morning when his family couldn't get a hold of him. They called security and asked him to do a wellness check. They found him dead on his bed, um, laying face up one hand over his chest, one arm laying next to him. Um, No apparent signs of trauma, struggle, anything like that. Um, I don't know what you did with it. And uh, again, I think I have it right here. That's okay. Give it to me. Well, no, I mean, I have it up on my computer. What did you do with it? How did you, like, I don't understand how you lost it. I don't either, because I put it in your story, so I don't know where it went. but uh, so basically the medical examiner said that they couldn't find anything. They couldn't find any reason for it. There's no signs of struggle, foul play, drugs, 
alcohol, anything like well, that? No, what they said was that there's no physical signs. There's no outward lying signs. However, it doesn't mean that something happened. And the, the reason I say that, folks, is because um, having worked in that field for a bit, I can tell you right now, they uh, are... They said that there would be a, another- 10 to 12 weeks before they released Another the investigation report. conducted, which means now they're waiting another tw 10 to 12 weeks, which is tells me that they're really looking at this in the onslaught that something else took place. They are not saying that he, all they're, all they're confirming right now is they he didn't have anything in his system, which they get blood tests back within 24 hours. So that's not hard to figure out. He didn't have any alcohol, any drugs, nothing like that. Um, however, they're not—they're not ruling out. They're not saying—they're not saying that the manner of death was a homicide, but they're not ruling it out either. They haven't taken it completely off the table. But what they are saying is that something weird happened, and he's dead. Yeah. Well, he was only sixty-five, and he had just admitted not even last uh, less than a week ago that he had received a booster. So. Um, he actually, he got his booster on November 28th. So it, it is odd that, um, you know, hey, this is where my issue with it is, is it happened and uh, he literally fucking, he probably got the booster. He probably got the jab because he wanted to go on tour. He, no, he, he, was, he definitely did. He was trying to do his job. He's trying to be a comedian. I don't know if you've ever seen the guy. The guy's actually hysterical. Because he was joking about it. Like he, he he's, made he's, some joke on Twitter that he asked the pharmacist for his booster and she gave him a child seat. And he was like, what the fuck is this? Until he realized he could actually reach the table. I, I mean, the he, the guy was actually hysterical. He really was. He he was actually really funny. Uh, I've I've seen him. Uh, I watched him perform, and I was like, "Holy crap!" The guy's the guy's hysterical. But either way, it's just wow. I, I'm just amazed. Well, he's not the only one. So, um, Neighbors actress, which was a, a soap opera, sure. Uh, Miranda Fryer dies in her sleep at the age of 34. Uh, that's another crazy one. Yep. Doesn't um, make a whole lot of sense yeah, there. Yeah, no. So uh, she played the role of Sky Mangel on a soap opera when she was little. Sure. Um, she She actually never acted after that. So she was just a soap opera star as like she was a child actor. We, we won't go into that, why she didn't continue to act, but you know what happens to child actors. Anyway, yeah. so um, she, she just, she married her partner two years ago. They were planning on starting a family um, and she went to sleep one day last week and she never woke up at the age of 34. Interesting. Le I'm going to leave that one there. That just doesn't happen to a 34 year old, right? Yep. Um, then, uh, Disney actress, Tiffany Talia Hale. She was, uh, from the Mickey Mouse Club, right? She was our age. So we saw her on the Mickey Mouse Club when, when we were kids. Remember her? Yeah, I never watched the Mickey Mouse Club. Vaguely. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, she was 46, died after suffering cardiac arrest. What do you know? Um, then there's another one. Where did that one go? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Okay, so... A lot of people have been talking about this one, this uh, Orange County Deputy District Attorney who died. And in fact, the headline on this particular story is freedom-loving Orange County Deputy DA dies of freedom. 
Hmm. Right. So, um, so she died of COVID-19 over the weekend. Um, this was, this article is from January 4th. So the previous weekend, she was only 46 years old. Uh, you have to read past several paragraphs from her Republican colleagues to learn at the end of the eighth paragraph that in addition to wanting to embrace tough love policies for homeless people, toughen border security and never raise taxes ever, Earnby also spoke publicly against government mandates requiring people to get vaccinated against COVID-19. So everyone is assuming that because she was against the mandate, she was not actually vaccinated. Is that true? Probably not. Probably not. Because where did she work? Orange County. Yeah. You know she what's required in Orange County? She probably had to get You the are vaccine. required to get yep. vaccinated in order to work in Orange County. There yep. is no testing option there. Yeah. So the fact that she, and everyone's like, oh, she was unvaccinated. She died of COVID. She was unvaccinated. No, 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 no. You can call her an anti-vaxxer all day long because anti-vaxxer now includes anyone that's against the mandate. Yep. You don't have to be unvaccinated to be an anti-vaxxer. She was vaccinated and she died of COVID. Well, there's also like uh, there now in New York, they're talking about this. And I was absolutely flabbergasted when I heard this one. But they're talking about like, hey, if you want to get medical services in New York, now you, you have, have to, to have a yeah, vaccine. Yeah. And they're talking about like, you won't be able to go to the doctors to see a doctor in New York now without a vaccine. So all my peeps that are listening to us from New York, hey, I'm sorry. Um, you kind of voted for that. Um, and I got to tell you, your new mayor there in New York City, oh, he, is he's not, a shit bag. Yep. he is not impressive at all. No, he's putting um, in a mandate for kids. Yeah, okay. it, it, this is absolutely ridiculous. I knew there was one more. The uh, president of the European Parliament David Sassoli, dead at 65. Same age as Bob Saget. And he was hard. I mean, he was the one that pushed the COVID pass on the EU. Shit, I wish I had him in my Deadpool. And what do you know? Karma's a bitch. Oh, you know who I'm going to put in my Deadpool? Who? Number one. Who? Uh, I, I'm just going to just going to show everybody so that you all know right off the bat, I'm calling it right now. Honestly, today, you, you don't even have to play this video. January just put the 11th. damn picture up on the screen. There you go. That's going. Okay. That's my Deadpool. So that's my El Numero Uno in the Deadpool. Good old drunk Pelosi obviously drew her eyebrows on after her first eighth of vodka and not before. So did your grandma ever shave her eyebrows and then draw them on? Yeah, of course. Because every grandma did, who, right? Who does that? I, I, I don't know. But the memes that have been going around about Pelosi's I, eyebrows. I am going to try to do this. insane. Folks, I'm going to try and do this. They're I swear to God. so hysterical. Even you cannot get your eyebrows that high. Okay. You want to make a bet? They're so fake. I'm going to have to smoke something <laughs> to get them that high. But uh, let's see, hear what old Clackers has got to say. Oh my God, she's just drunk. What the Republicans are doing across the country is really a, a legislative continue, continuation of what they did on January 6th, which is to undermine our democracy, to uh, undermine the integrity of our elections, uh, to uh, undermine the, uh, the, the voting power, which is the essence of a democracy. But the She's like... Uh, uh, what was oh what was the fucking uh, what the hell's his name? Um, he was the uh, he's the guy you don't like. Um, uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, oh god, I hate Will. Will Ferrell. Ferrell. And like when when he's like, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm just gonna put my hands up. I don't know what to do with my hands. First time he was on TV. That was hysterical. That made me laugh hysterical. <laughs> anyway, so tell me, 
how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is, is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And, uh, we found, uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was cultural life, 1972, cultural life, 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death folks. So, uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life. And they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturelife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Uh, yeah, there's that idiot from January 6th. Cause she had to say something. Oh, look at me. I'm still talking about January 6th. And, uh, you know who else is talking about January 6th, the big dumb podcast this morning. And that, Oh my God. Really, I couldn't even I, listen to the whole thing. I Sorry, fucking, Kyle. Sir, Mick. I fucking about Mick snapped. seriously. Like texted I took me, him, I Kyle. took him seriously all the way for the first four minutes of the podcast. And I was like, are you, are you absolutely out of your fucking mind? <laughs> And Kyle, I was literally I know you're listening going, to this. Mick texted me at 7.30 this morning and he was like, send me Kyle's number. And I was like, it's 6.30 in the morning there. He said, I don't care. I, I, I was honestly <laughs> contemplating not even going to work today, just driving straight to Texas <laughs> so I could smack him upside the side of his head because I listened to the first four minutes of that podcast and I was just like, you're absolutely right when you responded. It's a good thing that he's got a long ride home because I do. <laughs> And I got more than 20 minutes in and he finally, it was actually 40, 42 minutes in when he finally said, okay, I can't keep up the shroud anymore. I was like, he's like, I, I was just doing this to, for effect, but I, I hope you got the point. And I was just like, 
<laughs> holy shit, dude. I was about to fucking snap your neck. I swear to God. I, oh man. Okay, I but that's pissed. not who I was referring to. No. Although, although shout out to the big dumb. If you guys don't listen to the big dumb, you should. It's pretty funny. It was kind of funny. This it, it really is. After I, you get past that part that just pisses you off. I was actually talking about Ted Cruz. So, you know, Ted Cruz called us all terrorists last week. Yep. He sure did. And he's trying to redeem to... himself just a little bit. Yep. So, um, if everybody is familiar with Ray Epps, oh, good Ray, old Ray. Ray Epps might maybe should be on the Deadpool list too. I, I think he's going to be coming. Well, we'll see. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, so go go ahead and and um, see how good old Ted Cruz is trying to redeem himself here after his horrific remarks the other day. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents? or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th. Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents FBI or agents confidential or informants confidential actively informants participate in the events of January 6th? Yes, January or no? 6th? yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents Did any or confidential FBI informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents any F or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. who is Ray Epps? Yeah. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of well, people who are understandably very, very concerned, about, very Mr. concerned Epps. about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir. Similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading to, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then sometime later, Magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sanborn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct 
on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir. Not to my knowledge. And that is craziness because right there, like I was talking about before, we have lost all confidence in the FBI. We have lost all confidence in anything that has to do with the FBI. And it continues to, it continues to happen. This gets worse and worse. I, I don't understand what is wrong that we cannot figure out that, look, January 6th was not as destructive as Pearl Harbor. It was not as destructive as anything uh, anything that this country's ever seen before is 9-11 or anything of that nature. I'm not sure what the freaking issue is. This is absolutely nuts. And then well, Vilan just told me, she's like, oh, well, I've also got a response. Yeah, so, and I was like, wait a minute. No way. Way. Shortly after um, that whole debacle with Ted Cruz trying to redeem himself, uh, the January 6th committee put out a statement on Twitter. It says, and and just so you know, babe, this is great information in case the FBI does come and knock on our door, okay? The committee has interviewed Epps. Epps informed us that he was not employed by working with or acting at the direction of any law enforcement agency on January 5th or 6th or at any other time, and that he has never been an informant for the FBI or any other law enforcement agency. So wait a minute. Are you telling me that's all I have to say? Yeah. And, uh, they'll leave my door. It. Yeah. Apparently, it's almost like putting a piece of tape on your computer and that saying says, this, this is, is Hunter not Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden's laptop. Yes. Yes. No shit. Yes. That's it. That's all you have to do. Just tell them. Uh, I'm so doing I, it. I never Done. worked. I was never an informant for the FBI. I didn't hey. work for the FBI. Obviously, I was not involved with the I'm you know, save actions them. of January 6th because I don't work for the FBI. I'm going to save them two hours. I'm going to go ahead and print out a bunch of statements and just staple them to the front door. And then <laughs> they can just come up and grab one and I'll sign each one. There you go. And I'll just leave it like that. There you go. But yeah, so so Ray Epps um, proclaimed himself innocent and uh, in complete opposition to the video evidence that we've all seen where he's literally telling people like, we have to go Storm into the, the Capitol tomorrow. Yeah. But no, he told the committee that he was innocent and that he never worked for the FBI. And they said, oh, okay, well then you can go. Well, uh, just so you're aware too, uh, the Rachel Maddow show is worried about Madison Cawthorn uh, might ask to come on the show. And uh, if they ask for comment. I you would love who, to see Madison, Madison Cawthorn. You know who Madison Cawthorn is? Yeah. Okay. So uh, in case you're He's not He's the guy aware, in the wheelchair. Correct. Madison Cawthorn is, uh, he is, uh, I want to say he's a congressman. Yeah, he is. He's a representative. He's representative. Uh, I don't know of what state. Kansas, uh, North Iowa. North Carolina, I think. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's, he's North Carolina. I think he's a, a representative from North Carolina. Anyway, right. um, she is such a dumbass, Rachel Maddow. Uh, her staff, I guess, and her. <laughs> Because it came directly from NBC Universal and well, her Cheryl show Nelson, and yeah. her address, her email address. So she can't blame it on anybody else. Um, we're worried that if they asked Madison Cawthorn to come on the Rachel Maddow show, that she would get destroyed. Uh, which she would, because obviously um, he can he can obviously speak. 
yeah, intelligently. Yeah. And he, he lives in the world of fact. He doesn't live in the world of fiction. He lives in the world of fact. Well, she uh, doesn't know according what that to is. Cawthorn's office, apparently they were unaware that the congressman's team was getting copied on a message coming from Rachel Maddow's show. And uh, <laughs> the message is quite funny. Um, we were kind of interested in the AP story below that just dropped from a representative Madison Cawthorn of the voters of North Carolina challenging his candidacy based on his ties to the insurrection. Uh, one, do you or any other NBC Hill folks plan on to ask him for any comments on the story? And two, if not, is that something you guys could do? We don't have any relationship with that of his team or anything between you and me. Uh, we are highly worried that if we did inquire, he might ask to come on and explain. I know how highly doubtful, but I don't want to take the risk. They sent that to him. Yes. We're worried. We don't want to ask know, him ourselves because me, we're worried he might actually if, answer. Uh, some, if, if, if I should send this to a request to someone else, sorry to swamp you. Wow. Yes. And this came directly from the Maddow show. That's hysterical. And uh, Maddow is now having obviously having an issue because uh, his office not only responded to the email, uh-huh. but said, yes, we would love to come on and explain our position. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, what did Rachel Maddow do? No. Exactly. So moving along, uh, one year after the disputed 2020 election, many practices that rival conservatives are still in effect. Well, why would that be? Uh, Mail-in voting? Because 2020 hasn't been fixed because it was stolen. The big lie? The big lie is Biden's lie. But what else has happened? What happened today? So um, after the Georgia Dogs won the national championship. Which I hope, Georgia, if you're listening, um, and Kirby Smart, you know what? I always liked you. You were offered actually a position in Notre Dame, so I thought you were going to be a, a damn good coach for Notre Dame, and look what you did with the dogs. Hey, outstanding. Okay, anyone, um, no one cares. Either way, I hope you guys don't go to the White House yeah, and just say no something shit. like, well, I don't want to get vaccinated. They don't have to because Biden came to them. Um, well, Biden came here to Georgia. No, they weren't here. They're still in Indianapolis. They haven't come back yet. Okay, great. The well, team hasn't flown back yet. E even better. Biden came to Georgia. Um, the devil came down to Georgia. Yeah, the devil came to Georgia. Was Jill was with him? Oh, Jill's always with him. Yeah, by the same. Okay, all right, true that. So was Kamala. Yeah, Camel Toe is here too. Guess what? Hmm. They flew on one plane again. Um, they're not allowed to do that. Exactly. What the fuck? That's what I you said. You know who wasn't there? Who was, oh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Stacey Abrams said she had a scheduling conflict. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, but when- Not when you're when with your the president, president And I say your president, not my president. When your president comes to- your state yeah. where and you are democratic trying to run for governor, yeah. don't you think maybe you should show up just so he can point you out and say, hey, see that fat cow over there where you could drive a bus through her front teeth? She wants to be your governor. And I support if her. you don't vote for her, you ain't black. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess Stacy didn't want to hear that. Um, she, she didn't want Biden to throw her under the bus because every time he opens his mouth, that's exactly what he does. Correct. He, his poll numbers are so bad that even Stacey Abrams is, is running away from him. Yep. But she, she actually, um, I think we have a clip of him. Oh, I think that's it actually of, of him trying to excuse why she's, she's not there. So start with that one. Cause that's, right. that's pretty fun. I spoke to Stacey this morning for her great relationship. We got our scheduling mixed up. I'm going to be, I've talked with her at length this morning. We're all on the same page and everything's fine. I spoke to Stacy this morning. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the scheduling mixed fine. up. Yep, yeah. Yep. We got our scheduling sure. mixed up. I'm, sure. I'm sorry, but um, no, I don't think so. if that was me, I'd call the other person whose podcast or show I was supposed to be on and be like, dude, I'm sorry, but the president wants me to be at his speech. So I, I got to reschedule with you. You don't tell the president, sorry, I can't be yeah. there. I, I got to go on a podcast. Like, yeah, no. No. That's, you kind of show up. That's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen. So, um, but the reason he came to Georgia is because the voting law here in Georgia is so restrictive, it is Jim Crow 2.0. Correct. That's what he said like 20 years ago, right? Or no, he, I, I mean, think he said it again today. 20 years ago. Yeah, but... Um, because you have to show ID to vote in Georgia. Yeah. And if you have a mail-in ballot, you have to write your driver's license number down on your mail-in ballot. Correct. Okay. Tell me, to get into a restaurant in New York City, what do you have to show? A COVID card. What else do you have to show? Your driver's license. Why? Because they have to prove that you're an American citizen and they have to prove that you're actually vaccinated. Yeah, they don't COVID care about if you're an American citizen, but they want to make sure that the name on your driver's license matches, matches the, the name COVID on your card. COVID card, right? Correct. That it's actually your COVID Correct. card. So you have to have an ID to go to any restaurant, bar, Broadway show in New York City. But how are those people going to vote? Oh, that's a great question. Right? Yeah. You have well, to have an ID well, no, to- They just approved that like 80 million something or whatever, 80,000 something illegals can vote in the next election. In New York City, yes. York and, C as long and, as you've been in New York City for more than 30 days. And in California. And this is where Eric Adams has failed completely because the whole reason he was elected is because he said he was going to put a stop to that. And now he's saying, no, 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 no that's he's not what he's, I said. He's Kathy Hochul with a penis. Now I, I've, I've listened to my colleagues and we had a conversation because that's what you're supposed to do when you're in government. And they gave money. have a conversation, which means money traded hands. Yep. And they were like, here you Making go. it rain. How much more do you need? And now, okay, well, now I've listened to their opinion and I agree with them. I, I believe that this is the best route. For Everybody me. needs to get vaccinated. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And show your ID, except yep. to vote. Uh, uh, and oh, by the way, yeah, you can vote if you're an illegal. You can vote if you're an illegal without ID. Yeah. But you can't get vaccinated if you're an illegal without an ID. Wait, well, what did you say? You said vaccinated. You can't get vaccinated. I, I, I stopped hearing crickets. What did you say? We're, we're not on YouTube. You can say vaccinated. Oh. Um, you, can, you can't get vaccinated if you're an illegal if you That's don't have true. an ID. That's true. Right? That's true. I wonder why that mm. is. Hmm. Mm. But in California, you can't get health care if you're vaccinated, but you can get health care if you're illegal. No, you can't get healthcare if you're if you're unvaccinated, unvaccinated i'm sorry you can if you're an illegal correct because newsom in a you know because he had such a sweeping mandate and everybody loves gavin newsom in california um that's what i heard apparently that the five people that still live in that state all love gavin newsom um or the five legal people the five americans legal americans the rest are illegals so uh Gavin Newsom said they all get free health care. Everybody in California gets free health care, universal health care for everybody, regardless of your immigration status. Actually, I just heard that they're talking about changing the definition of illegal to include those who are unvaccinated. Really? Yeah. Does that mean we get $450,000? I don't know, but I, I, now I push for it. Because I mean, I, I wouldn't mind $450,000. Can we take a vacation to Mexico and just walk back across the border and collect $450,000 if we're illegal? and I mean, not you, because you're, well, no, you're not vaccinated now either, because you didn't get your booster. Nope. Nope. And they've redefined 
Yeah. Va- vaccination. That's, oh, so, they did that under the cuff too, just in case you're wondering if you think you're vaccinated because you have two shots and you listen to us, whatever, that's great. I, hey, I got two shots, but guess what? No, we're not vaccinated anymore. Now no. you have to have three. You know, um, uh, it is now technically a definition. You have to have. You have to have three. Yep. And you know, I uh, I went shopping with my mom the other day. You know that because I spent all your money, not all of it, but buying stuff for the new house. Um, and uh, and she and I were having a conversation in the car because that's where we have our best conversations. And and she asked me if you were going to still commute to the firehouse because now that we've moved an hour away, his other job is much closer. His firehouse job is an hour away. Um, and I said, uh, well, it depends on the Supreme Court, depends on the mandate, which we're still waiting on. And she said, well, well, why? He's vaccinated. I said, mom, you know what the unvaccinated and the vaccinated have in common? They're never fully vaccinated. Yep. I said, A, it's not about the vaccine. It's not about the card. It's about freedom. And B, he ain't getting a booster. So... He's going to be out one way or the other. Yep. And that's really what that comes down to. That's all it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Um, But, and although Biden's drive is constantly for vaccines right now, uh, so we had, what was it, HR1, right? That was it. That was the voting law that got completely shut down and filibustered. How many times did the Democrats use the filibuster last year? I want to say it was 200 and. 37 or when Trump was in office, when we had control, I want to say it was 237 times the Democrats used the. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And, and the Republicans used it like 12. Um, I mean, it was such a discrepancy. It wasn't even funny. Uh, So they're rolling that, that bill back out. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they're also trying to get rid of the filibuster. Well, what else did they call it though? Now it's got a new name. Oh yeah. Now it's it's like not HR one. anymore. No, it's like HR five. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the same bill, they just put a different number on it. Yep, that's so, exactly how they do it every time. Yeah, so Biden came to Georgia basically to to push this bill. To push H.R. 5, which is actually H.R. 1, which is actually all of the voting shit saying that, like, look, if you require a state ID for voting, it's illegal. You're trying to drive down the numbers at the polls, blah, blah, blah. This, so that, you know, they're thing. trying to federalize elections. Our elections, yeah. which is so anathema to the constitution it's not even funny correct and you i mean really big word there so you might want to explain that it's entirely illegal thank you but you i'm i I get to play the vlan card you mean to tell me hey hold on (laughs) 15 yards on the play uh they don't give a they shit don't about give the a shit about the legality <laughs> they know. don't care about legality obviously and hey, you know, if it gets challenged in the Supreme Court, uh, Sotomayor will probably come out and say, well, I... I, I 100,000 people had to show their ID last what's, year. What's the difference between a human and a machine? Yeah. She literally... Uh, actually, she, I have something on that, but literally we're not going to get to that tonight. But yeah. uh, I've got a whole other thing She about- also said she didn't understand the difference between federal and state rights. She should not be a judge. No, she should not she be. She should a, be relieved of being yes. on the Supreme Court. She said she didn't understand the difference between federal rights and state rights. What's, what's it, the big deal? Okay, so I don't me, understand the let difference me explain between federal this. rights and state rights. Let me explain this in a more clear context, because what I'm saying, I get it. Look, folks, it's a lifetime appointment at the Supreme Court. You cannot be removed unless you really fuck up. I mean, you got to go to jail. Um However, or show a complete disregard or lack of understanding of the constitution. That's even questionable because she's still there. So again, I go back to my original statement about this. She 
there has to be a way we have to develop it. I don't know how we do it, but there's gotta be a way that we can fix that. So that way, if we find you incompetent on, especially as the people of this country, if we find you incompetent on the Supreme court, we don't believe you're doing your job very well. See ya. Actually, you're gone. So I, I have an idea for vetting justices in the first place, right? Cause right now they go through Senate confirmation hearings or whatever. Correct. Right. And, um, and they ask them a bunch of questions and, and it's basically whatever party puts Correct. them in, which is how she got in in the first place. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing that, I think all justices should be required to take a citizenship test that immigrants, legal immigrants have to take to come into this country. Yeah. I don't think most Americans would pass. They that. could not. I, I don't. Well, I might. You might, but I would say the majority of high school students graduating this year, probably 99% well, oh, of them would fail it could not pass a citizenship the, test because they don't teach the constitution in school. Well, not only that, the history that's in there, they don't teach that either. Nope. And they would not pass it because they wouldn't understand any historical exactly. references or any of the historical comments alone in there. Yep. That would fuck them up completely. Yep. So I think every justice should have to take a citizenship test. What was the, uh, uh, I was talking to a lady this morning. Uh, she's a retired, she just retired last year for me to teach her. And she said, you know what I got as an answer on one of my tests when I asked about the new deal? You remember the new deal, right? The green new deal? No, no. <laughs> Roosevelt's new deal? Yes. Eisenhower, right? Roosevelt's Roosevelt. new deal. Roosevelt's yeah. new deal, yeah. right? Yeah, to get us out of the depression that caused the depression. Uh, yeah, and uh, no, it didn't cause it. It was to get us out of the depression. It was at the end After of After he caused the depression, yes. Well, he didn't cause the depression. Sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, you you can't even tell me what happened in 1962, let alone what happened when fucking Teddy Roosevelt was fucking president. JFK get, was shot in 1962. The, no, he was shot in 63, you idiot. Okay. So that eliminates that one too. <laughs> Holy shit, shut up. You are horrible. You're the worst history person that ever talked. Shut up. Just sit over there in the corner and color. I'll go get the coloring book and the crayons. Holy crap. Uh, so she said, she goes... Teddy Roosevelt, first of all, did not cause the Great Depression. Anyway. Um, the government did. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. You were... Just be quiet. So she asked the question. She says, one of the things that led up to the New Deal, to Teddy Roosevelt's New Deal that he proposed in front of America, and this what led to the birth of the SEC um, and a lot of other federal trade commissions that took roles after this because that was part of it was like hey we've got to control the way people are selling stocks sharing trading so on and so forth well she asked the question she said well what was one of the primary gains of the new deal and she had a student who wrote a two-page essay about how it would cut down carbon emissions and how it would repair the ozone layer over the course of 10 years. Because he was talking about the Green New Deal. Correct. Yep. And uh, she promptly failed him and she was promptly asked to retire a year later. Really? Yes. Because mom wow. and dad had something to do with the school. And I was sitting there going, um, Not a public and, school? Did mom and dad understand what the New Deal was? And she looked at me, she said, I don't even think they understood the question I was asking. Okay. And I was like, and that is what is wrong with America today. Private school, public school? Obviously private school because she was asked to leave. So 
Not necessarily, because public schools, you know, parents, if they're if they're on a school board or they contribute or whatever, they know the mayor, whatever it is, they, there, they have... They, there's, there's possibility There's possibility there. there. Anyway, so the Heritage Foundation published... Uh, an election integrity scorecard of all 50 states in the District of Columbia on the election laws. And the scorecard examines whether voter ID implication, uh, implementation, and the accuracy of voter registration lists and absentee ballots management and voter harvesting trafficking restrictions access to election observers blah 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 anyway this came from just the news um and this actually supports what georgia texas uh florida most of the red states out there want to do with voter ids um you mean most, have them mo no 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 we have an id we do not have a voter id um he this study that they conducted and talked to American citizens said that they support having a voter ID. Yeah. Like 80%. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. It was just over is 80, 83.7% of Americans polled said that they would support having a voter ID and would go get a voter ID to ensure that the elections are safe and fair. Absolutely. Hmm. So what are the Dems got to do? They've obviously got to push the narrative that no election has ever been stolen. Everything's fine and dandy. We've got to let everybody vote to include the illegals. Okay? Because that's what Joe Biden came down to Atlanta to do. And you have to that's vote exactly. by mail if you are unvaccinated because you can't go to a polling place. Correct. So this study actually came out. And uh, again, it was a just the news piece. And it, it said that most GOP run states, the people found in those states, not only wanted it, but supported any measure to push forward the voter ID. Um, just like a thing I got today, my email that talked about Georgia gun laws and how one of the first things on the Georgia gun laws is constitutional carry, which thank God for bring Georgia. It bring it on, because we do it anyway. We want constitutional carry. No shit. But Joe Biden, this is what Joe Biden was talking about today in Atlanta, just in case you all missed it, because I did, and I still haven't heard this yet. So this will be news for me. There's a few of them. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Last that, week, play that again. President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Okay. Yeah. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Yeah, I had to put that one in because he calls her President Harris all the time. Holy shit. This guy is literally all the time. How many times can you call her President Harris before she actually becomes President Harris? This is now you're imprinting right, again. Right Stop back to college. Imprinting. Stupid idiot. All right. Stop imprinting. <laughs> so wow. Uh that's just ridiculous. Right? Well, he's an idiot. He's such an idiot. All he's right, go to the next one because his, his actual remarks are He absolutely has lost his mind. Yeah. He didn't have one to start with. Yeah, I was about to say you gotta have one to it's, lose it. It's, so. it's not his anyway. So let's see what he has to say here. Okay. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds. But I walked other grounds, because I'm so damn old I was there as well. What? Hold on, it gets better. Hey, you think I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested. Anyway. The first time he got arrested. Seems like yesterday, the first time he got arrested. He's pulling out that old lie again that he got uh, how, how, arrested wait, wait. in the 60s. How, how can he... He, he'd be 
president if he were arrested? I uh, misdemeanor, not a felony. Oh, okay. Well, he got he got arrested for protesting. So he claims. He's full of shit. Uh, he is. Funny because how now he's pushing to have everyone else arrested for protesting. Yeah. Craziness. Right? Yeah. Okay. Craziness. Yeah. I will not yield. I will not flinch. I will defend the right to vote. Our democracy against all enemies, foreign and yes, domestic. That was directly a shot at us. Yes, it sure was. Shot across the bow. Yep. Shot over. All enemies, foreign and domestic. That's okay, because the FBI has now... Um, Deemed us as domestic terrorists. Well, no, they, they've they implemented a special task force to go no, after... No, it was... I was, it was the I was DOJ? Wrong. It was the DOJ. Okay, so the and DOJ... The, the DOJ is sponsoring a joint task force. Oh, for domestic terrorists. Correct. So because the JTTF gonna, wasn't enough. No, they're going to come directly after us. Because the Joint Terrorism Task Force only doesn't doesn't concentrate on No, they're terrorists? foreign. They're foreign. Foreign terrorists. Foreign okay. Because domestic terrorism is such a huge problem? No. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. All those moms on yeah, the school board. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. guess it is. Moms yeah. of the school boards, yeah. Yeah. you know, podcasters calling Biden an idiot. Um, I mean, I... I, what else do we do? I, th it's so easy. I so folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal, Mar Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood, wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got send it to them uh the guy is amazing coastal marsh customs at gmail.com send it use promo code defiant you're going to save up to 17 percent on your order this is all custom woodworking done right here in america sent directly to your door it is a veteran owned veteran operated company one of my favorite pieces right here just because it was a let's go brandon piece and i just thought it was hysterical and uh Vlin loves it too we gotta we're gonna put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh clear but i'm telling you right now this one's a, a killer we one of the things we we just saw him last night. We hung out with him at a Christmas party. One, one of the few great things I love about this company, we, I just love the way that they can, if you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs, Inc., uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to 17% on your order. And even VLAN's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that VLAN asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> So and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Just the, here, it. this guy, total domestic terrorist. Uh, he really is because got, this is this is the umpteenth clip we've played from this gentleman. And I, if anybody knows who this guy is, everyone I, knows who he is. I'm asking people just to ask him to reach out to us, shoot us an email, whatever. Um, because holy crap, this guy is amazing. Yeah, he's hysterical. He he is uh, he is absolutely killing me right now. Airport Fiji, MT Shelf Joe, please meet your party at our side baggage behind Carousel 6. Carousel 6, passenger, MT Shelf Joe, please meet your party behind Carousel 6. Why <laughs> <laughs> She actually, she said it twice. Yeah, I know. Oh MT my God. MT Shelf Joe. Somebody needs to fucking, oh my God.
So um, hashtag bare shelves Biden trends as an alarming number of people report empty shelves. And I got... I got to say it's true. And, you know, it's funny because they're putting this out on Twitter and the bots are like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have empty shelves by me. Well, I went grocery shopping the other day and um, they're not entirely empty. I did see one whole shelf of just one product, like an entire row, like the whole the whole line going down the grocery store. Right. Cheerios. Plain Cheerios. That's yeah. all that's left in the cereal aisle. Hey, you Cheerios. remember? Uh, Cheer- and it's just hey. one. It's one box, right? It used to be stacks of box behind. No, you just have one box in the front, all the way down the line. Cheerios, all my, Cheerios, all my Cheerios, best, Cheerios, all my Cheerios. best out, out there. Do you guys remember back in the day in the uh, uh, the commissary? They used to have the wheels of cheese. It was all the government wheels of cheese, and like they had like them all lined up in one case. That's what the grocery stores are starting to look like. Yeah. It looks just like that. Yeah. Like, where you had the government products that were all separated from the normal products that everybody else could buy, but like you had to have the special little marker on your ID to get it because it was like the government cheese, the government rice, the government stuff, the wheat, everything else. And it was all lined up in this one shelf and you used to walk down. They just, sold government wheat in the grocery store? Oh, yeah. Wheat. Oh. Not weed. <laughs> okay. Jesus fucking, get your head out of the pot, huh? <laughs> Jesus, we do a podcast. We don't smoke joints, I roll J's, really burn like some spliffs. And I'm sorry, I know some of your friends who get government weed, okay? All right. Well, yeah, they get government weed for like serious shit, like chronic pain, PTSD. And what's other really things. funny is they get drug tested on the regular, but they get they if they fail that hey, drug I, test, I'm telling you right now, they don't have enough hey, weed I'm in telling their you right now, if I quit the fire department, uh, I'm going to go and say you're going to get government weed. Yep. You already have PTSD. You got a hundred percent disability for having PTSD. Yeah. I'm just going to go in. And I say, I need something for my PTSD. So I'm going to get free weed. No, sweet. No, you're not. I am. <laughs> you don't even like to smoke. I know, <laughs> but I'll have it. I might sell it on the side. Uh, if you, if you get it from them, you have to smoke it. That's the point. Because yeah, I, I'll give it to somebody else to smoke. Uh, they're going to pay me for it and it'll be smoked. No, but they'll test your piss. Okay. And you have to piss hot. I'll just stand around you close enough that I'll get a contact eye. No, that works. That works too. You See? just have to kiss me more. Nah. <laughs> Fuck all no, that. What fun would that be? Exactly. <laughs> so either way, uh, we had some other stories we wanted to get to. Uh, we're going to take a little bit on this. Uh, uh, yeah. Kazakhstan. Because I've been to Kazakhstan and uh, if this is really going on, I, I still have some feelers out trying to find out if this is really happening. I mean, you got to remember where these sources are. You, Daily Mail, they put out a story about it. Uh, I know everybody else is talking about it right now, uh, but you also have to remember this is also coming from Russia, um, the People's Republic of, and um, understand that uh, I, I can't trust anything that comes from state-run media, and they have a lot of state-run media getting pro- prophesized out, to include China. There's a lot of shit out there about that, too. Um, we've got a couple other stories, too. Um, All I can say most definitively about Kazakhstan is that the chief intelligence officer yeah he was arrested, got arrested no no, no that, that was security treatment. that was your ukraine that was not kazakhstan no that was kazakhstan no he was arrested in kazakhstan but he was from ukraine okay he oh is the gotcha chief, gotcha because he was in the picture with joe and the i mean joe hunter i was gonna say joe and the hoe but no um hunter, hunter. and joe yeah. and they were 
had their arms around him. Yeah, he's in jail, um, probably going to die for treason and other things. Um, but he was arrested in Kazakhstan, but he was arrested by the Ukrainians in Kazakhstan, which are taking him back to Ukraine right now. If you know anything that's going on over there right now, the Russian troops are lined up along the UK, Ukrainian border. So I don't know how they're going to get him back into the Ukraine. That'll be interesting. To and find why out was too. he in Kazakhstan in the first place? Well, he's hiding out from the uh, Ukrainians. He basically fucking turned all sorts of shit over. I, it's obvious, I would think. Yeah. I mean, he's looking for to save his life. He's, uh, don't kill me. I don't want to die. He's going to die anyway, though. I, I don't understand what he thinks, how Russia is going to do any better for him. Either way, okay. um, those got- stories coming out. We've got some other stuff coming out too. Uh, another no, big- no, it was a Kazakh, secu- Kazakh security chief arrested. No, he is the Kazakh. That's a title. That is a title. He was Ukrainian. The arrest of Kazakhstan's powerful former intelligence chief. Hunter and Joe Biden with with Keynes Rushkoff left. Oh, they are saying they're, they're they're reporting that wrong because that's not where he came from. He was the uh, Ukrainian security chief. He was not Kazakhstan's. None of that shit happened in Kazakhstan. Hunter Biden were close friends. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, see, I mm-hmm. I think they got their countries mixed up. Kazakhstan and Ukraine are right next to each other, and they're not very big. Um, but Kazakhstan's in, re- in revolt right now, and they're saying it's for one thing. And, of course, other people are saying it's because of mandates, and they're saying it's over oil. Um, who, you know, they're they're trying to spin a narrative because they don't want the truth to come out. We're trying to find out what the truth is. And... Apparently, no one really knows what's going on. Well, we'll get to, we'll get into that later. Uh, we'll f- figure out some more. Like I said, I have some friends that are still in Kazakhstan. I'm trying to find out what's going on. I don't know how many of my messages are making it through to them. Um, when we find out, we'll find out. I just uh, see. I hmm, I heard something different. I heard that he was Ukrainian, but either way, okay. Ukraine officials are definitely looking for him. I know that. So uh, because there's a lot of shit coming out about that too. Because the gift that keeps on giving, which is Hunter Biden's laptop, is mm-hmm. still being decrypted, and they're still finding shit. Um, and there's about an, uh, there's about to be another report dropped about his laptop. So stand by for that as well. Uh, we'll have that here sooner than later. Um, I might actually have the inside track on that one. So that'll be really interesting. If uh, are we actually going to get a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop? No, no. But I've got I've talked to some other people who have uh, some other information about it that hasn't been put out yet. That's supposed to be coming out. Fantastic. But somebody uh, uh, there's, I guess, some fear about putting it out. So tell them to give it to us. We That's have no fear. That's what I said. No fear, no filter. So, so one of the reasons we're going to hold off on that one just for a minute. Last story of the night. And this is very disturbing. Um, so uh, we talked a week or two ago about the CNN producer, yeah, Jay oh, Tapper's yeah. producer, oh, yeah. that was grooming. Well, you got Well, no, you got to tell us exactly who. That's not the one. This is Cuomo's. This is Cuomo's oh, guy. Jake Tapper's guy was not the groomer. No, Jake Tapper's guy also was the groomer. He um, had that. He'd start with the parents. And he'd essentially buy their children and the mom and the daughter. Oh yeah, that one. That yes. one. That wasn't and he a flew them. Though. No, he he certainly groomed them. And there's a they there's a picture just was released of um, him standing next to this little nine year old girl who was entirely naked. Yeah, that was from the drone. Yes, right, the drone picture. Yep. And he was like, "Oh well, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Just you know, standing right next to this little nine year old, nine year old naked girl. Anyway, at, who's I mean, literally touching him." 
that's not the most disturbing story of the night. No. Okay. The most disturbing story of the night is this that came out from USA Today. And funny because USA Today Life posted this on Twitter and got a whole bunch of shit and deleted it pretty quickly. Okay. But I printed it first. From Health and Wellness from USA Today, the complicated research behind pedophilia. They are trying to normalize pedophilia. pedophilia. Yep. Okay. Pedophilia is viewed among me- uh, as among the most horrifying social ills, but scientists who study this sexual disorder say it is also among the most misunderstood. When most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sexual abuse, a pervasive social problem that has exploded to crisis levels online. Researchers who study pedophilia say the term describes an attraction, not an action, and using it interchangeably with abuse fuels misconceptions. Well, I'll, look, you don't even have to continue with that bullshit. Uh, you can obviously tell us. The evidence suggests it is inborn. It's neurological. Okay, so doesn't matter. Wait, the next time, next thing you know, they're going to start saying it's like mental retardation. There's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. It's like being gay. There's nothing you can do about it. Nature or nurture. uh, With this stuff, you know, and the Cuomo thing, because Cuomo's guy, that's a big one because the family just released a, I don't know, multi-billion dollar lawsuit against him. Um, The CNN producer for Cuomo, um, his guy, it was just released in court. It was a massive court document that came out. Um, and the lawsuit actually kind of tells you what's going to happen in the upcoming trial. Cause this guy's done some really sick shit. He was having chicks flown, uh, little girls flown up to his place in Vermont. And he was going on a different social media venues from kick to Twitter to everywhere. And you remember folks, we can't go on Twitter. I can't go on Twitter. I can't go on Facebook because I happen to be in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. You're a domestic terror. And uh, obviously I'm I'm just deadly for the country. And uh, but That is actually true. This guy can go ahead and lure little girls to Vermont via Facebook, via Kick, via Twitter, via all these other social media platforms. And oh, not only lure them there, but he gets them there and says, well, I'll train you because all girls are dirty and nasty. They just don't realize it yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of people we're talking about. This yeah. is just sick, demented shit. I mean, literally, I, I asked this question again, why are we waiting for a trial? This guy should just be taken out, strung up and shot, period, done. We don't need a trial. You have a nine-year-old little girl that's got to deal with this now for the rest of her life. How the fuck is that okay? I mean, they don't actually really need a trial, just put him in Rikers and uh, let it be known that he's a pedophile and push. No, the, because who knows now in Rikers. Push the trial date you, out a couple months. You can't say that anymore about New York. It used to be. I mean, you, you might be able to bring him down here to Atlanta. That's true. Maybe. You could probably get away with mm, Atlanta, maybe, uh, maybe maximum not. security in Atlanta. Absolutely. Uh, lots of sex traffickers come out of Atlanta. Uh, yeah, but not a lot of them go to jail there. No, not that's a lot true. of them. They don't I get mean, caught. spend time in federal yeah, prison Yeah, they don't there. get caught. You yep. get sent to a prison there and you're a known... I, I wish you had to wear a different color like uh, jumpsuit. I wish instead yeah. of orange, you wore a pink one. Yeah. And everybody knew that you fucked little kids. That'd be That'd it. That'd be it. You'd be done. Done. You'd be shanked within the first that 24 the, hours that's, you'd be in That's there. the thing. That's, that's they, the lowest of the low. They do not tolerate nope. that in prison. Nope. nope. You're banging little kids, you're done. Yep, because... Yeah, yeah, man. They give serial killers more respect than that. Yeah. I mean, as they should. Hillary would get more respect than that. Uh, Well, she does both. So, 
Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, maybe that's not. a rough one. Yeah, that's a tough one to figure out. I don't think Hillary gets respect anywhere. Either way, there's still more stories to come. Uh, <clears throat> I have not forgotten about old Gislaine. We will get to Gislaine as well. Um, I'm waiting on two other people to come back to me. I actually have a source. I might actually have a source that may or may not have been in the courtroom the day of uh, not only her um, her conviction, but also uh, some of the things that were not released. So, There's some interesting coming things coming out about the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which I'm not really sure if you're all aware, but um, <clears throat> apparently this judge uh, is now going to be going in front of a judiciary committee in the state of New York for overstepping her bounds by sealing uh, Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. Oh, like, exactly what you said like I told you would happen because she cannot do that. It is illegal for her to do. So uh, this judge, Karen Can or whatever, Kang Kang or whatever. whatever. I, I don't know what her name is. Karen. Um, yeah, she's a Karen, go figure. Um, she is going in front of a judiciary in New York uh, concerning what she did with the little black book because as of now, um, the trial's over. Ghislaine Maxwell was tried. She was convicted. She was found guilty of the five of the six crimes. Yeah, she was um, guilty of trafficking children to no one. Yes, and um, she is, that little black book is now sealed according to the court's order. Uh, I told you it all, it wouldn't stand. <clears throat> She's been called in front of a judiciary. Um, normally when a judge gets called in front of the judiciary like this, it is done in such a manner that she's given two options, either unseal it, or find a new line of work. And considering this Karen's position, and she's not an old judge. She's not a young judge, though. She's not a young judge. She's not an old judge either. She's kind of middle of the road in her she's career. She's Obama <clears throat> appointed, right? Yeah. Um, more than likely, she's going to fold, I think. Uh, I think that's the way that one's going to happen. Um, because not only... Well, she lose her job, but she can also be brought up on charges. And I guarantee she put a lot of people behind bars. Well, maybe not. Um, she may have, though. And she probably doesn't want to go spend any time in prison. So I would go ahead and guarantee that she's more than likely going to cave to this one. And that record will be unsealed. But there's some other things that took place in the trial. Which... The juror thing. They're investigating one of the jurors mm, now. Yes. Do you, did you hear about when, this? Well, you know, it's funny. Not a lot of people heard about it because of all the drama that was going on about January 6th. You know, I was wondering what that was a distraction from. Yeah. And they're investigating one of the jurors for misconduct? Yes. Not only misconduct, but uh, supposedly uh, this juror also had some things on her Facebook page or his Facebook page um, <clears throat> that may have been pro-Trump. Really? And pro-Q. Oh, so that's misconduct. Yeah. Wrong think. There's, uh, so anyway, I, I have, I, I know a couple people. I've made some phone calls. I'm waiting to hear back. Uh, there's some more information coming out about that. But Ghislaine trial, we have not forgotten about Ghislaine because there's a lot more there to unpackage because she did a lot of corrupt shit um, to do what she did to kids. And, um, and again, she got convicted of selling children to no one. Yeah. And, uh, like she just stood out on a street corner with these little girls saying, hey, who wants to buy this kid? And no one took her up on her offer. Uh, but that all goes in line with the little black book. Um, yep. There's also some other 
talk of something else. There was something said during the trial that nobody's not really talking about. Uh, a name was dropped in the trial that nobody's talking about, which we're going to bring that up as well. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a lot. Uh, this goes, uh, if this person's name is involved, and I can tell you this right now, they're not left. I can tell you that right off the bat. We told you all that I, I don't give a shit who you are. Um, if, if you're a Republican Democrat, it doesn't matter if you're involved in this, you're as dirty and as, as corrupt as Jeffrey Epstein and as corrupt as Ghislaine Maxwell, then guess what? You deserve everything that's coming to you. And then some, um, and we will make sure that we are here to bring that to you because that is to me, that's the most important part of this. Um, I don't care. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein will not serve a day obviously in a jail cell or suffer any of the eight indignities that come with being in jail. Uh, however, maybe, uh, we can get some semblance for these victims if we start, you know, sticking up for them and actually doing our job as a public and saying, start calling some of these people out on it. Um, and we, we'll get somewhere with that. Who do we got coming up? Um, actually, before we do that, I want to do a little housekeeping real quick because okay. we've we've really been lax on this. Um, we have. So comments. Uh, that's from Rumble. Um, KT Bick. This was from uh, the All I Want for Christmas episode is no yeah. more covid uh said hi v lynn and mick just an idea now that you guys are doing more episodes with mick's passion and knowledge of history of the 1775 to 1779 years i would love to hear some history focused podcasts and origins of the country's founding documents absolutely that's an excellent idea that i think we not, can yeah, we, definitely, definitely get on that definitely most definitely that. um let's see this one was uh pandemic part one um sunray dreams I've seen this video before, and I can't say that I'm surprised that we're still hashing through this. We have to globally make these elected and no elected leaders stand down. We put them in office, maybe, and we can take them back out of office just as quickly. People are just too afraid to stand up for their rights. We let FB and TW, silent, Facebook and Twitter silence us because it's the only way we have to keep up with our families. Get your families on Getter, the free speech platform, and tell Facebook and Twitter to kiss your ass. Absolutely, completely agree. There's a saying from my favorite movie, no one puts baby in a quarter. I love dirty dancing. Who doesn't? Good job. All right. Uh, and then also from Plandemic, um, from TTXland, I'm disgusted in the trust we gave. I'm grateful for what I've learned. Power and money are evil. Humanity is precious. Great show. I hope you share it. Share it with someone else too because Mickey did some amazing movies he there. He sure did. He really did. Um, this one also from Sunray Dreams. This is from Pandemic 2. Love the show, but the opening music is a bit much for us old folks. Sorry, Mick went on a shine down kick for a minute there. Yeah, I did. That said, isn't it amazing how those of us that have not taken a flu shot in years, found out I was allergic to them when I had my first one years and years ago, didn't get sick with vid. Hmm. Um, it, it actually, um, Judy Mikovits was on the Thomas Paine podcast of maybe a week or two ago. And actually... and and said that exactly, that they put, that everyone that got COVID, they got it from the flu shot. She mm. said that they put COVID in the flu shots. Um, anyway, it, that came from Judy Mikovits. I have no proof of that, but she is a pretty well-known, well-esteemed doctor. So anyway, uh, back to this. 
So I've been exposed to close contact with several people that had it. One died. I never even got a sniffle. Having a needle phobia has saved me the troubles. Not myself, my husband, nor our three adult children get flu shots, nor the vid shot. It's not a vaccine. It's an injection of God knows what. Take your daily vitamin, eat right, and play in the sun. Even if it's cold outside, go out and play in the sun. That is excellent advice. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And I think we have a couple on Podbean as well. So let me get to that real quick because it's been a hot minute. Um, Onslaught. Let's see. I just kicked COVID. Aside from ivermectin, I was taking 10,000 IU of vitamin D, K2, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, all plant-based. I take wormwood tincture, which is basically hydroxychloroquine. Um, congratulations. That's, that's awesome. So now you have natural immunity. You, you don't go. need the vid. You don't need the shot. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah. So oh, we got another, we got an email from Greg. Uh, he wanted me to review the attached new declaration of independence that has been inspired by the Holy Spirit and the preparation of the national divorce that many of us are that see coming. I loved, uh, I would love your input changes and suggestions. Thank you in advance for your consideration. Greg still reviewing it. Uh, hats off to you and Samuel's mission. And uh, we will get back to you. I'm, got a, a it, it, there's a lot in there and uh i i think I, I got some bullet points we can add to it um i will be sending you uh, a copy with our comments and thoughts and ideas on it but uh, it is uh starts out very well said because it follows our declaration of independence and i love the declaration so um that is uh fantastic well put good job so who do we got coming up uh let's see tomorrow night I'll be putting out the interview we did with Lee Lee Dundas last week. Um, then we have Jason Frank coming up after that. Uh, we'll be doing another newscast this Friday. Jason Frank with... Uh, um, he's a... Not, uh, I, I want to say Frank's speech, but it's not. Stay in the light, stay in the stay, fight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, stay in the light, stay in the fight. He's actually real... I've, I've heard some of their stuff before, so he's actually really cool, so yeah. it'd be fun. So, yeah, so uh, that, that interview will be out on Thursday. Friday, we do a newscast, um, and then starting Monday, I'll tell you what, guys, next week is going to be insane. We have... It's Politicians Week. We have Candace Taylor, Mary Todd, Joey Gilbert, um, Trina Welch. She's actually from the uh, the Angel Warriors yep. ranch She's down in Texas only that one. she works with. Uh, so Georgians, kids. I need you to. I need questions. What you, What do you want to know about Candace Taylor? I mean, we're coming up here, folks. It's coming down to the, the line here. Yep. We're going to be primary in here not too long. Uh, I need your questions so I can really start asking questions you all want to ask. Yeah. Um, Montana. Montana. Mary same Todd. Thing. Yep. Mary Todd. Need to know what you guys want to know about Mary Todd. Because I don't live in Montana. I need to know what's important to people Shannon, that live in Montana. what would you like us yes. to ask Mary Todd? Yes, Maybe we'll, just, we'll text you and find out. Um, and uh, Nevada. Nevada. Yep. Uh, Joey Another Gilbert. One. Joey Gilbert's also the lawyer for American Frontline Doctors. Yep. So, so that's pretty fantastic. So I, I need to know what y'all want want us to ask. We're not afraid to ask. If you don't want to put it on a message to us in, on one of the chat boards, please just email us. It's megvlin at gmail.com. We will be happy. Any question you ask, because I noticed, I, I've noticed, I've heard, I have not listened myself because I didn't get to listen to Friday's episode, but- uh, Josh had Candace on the Red Pill Project? No, 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 no. I heard that- um, Dan Bongino did not read my question. So I'm going to resubmit my question again. And it's going to follow a different topic. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to reword it a little bit. But so it doesn't seem like you're attacking him? No, no. My, my last one didn't either. <laughs> okay. I, I, I actually started out with, hey, I love the show. been listening for a long time. However. Why don't, why don't you just reach out to Gee? I, I did. And he's like, uh, he can't. I, I know. I get it. They're, he they can't do like it. slip it in the stack. No, he, nah. he, it doesn't work that way there. I get it. I understand that. But I, I'm trying to get my question out there because I'm dying to hear it because we still haven't heard. Uh, Cumulus? We haven't heard about the cumulus thing. And Fox? Still haven't heard. And I really want to know about Fox because that's the one that's blown up my, that's the one that's blowing my mind right now. You work for two companies right now that are enforcing mandates. Uh, he doesn't technically work for cumulus. I get it. But wait a minute. How are you? You still have a show on Fox. Shit or get off the pot. is forcing the mandate. Yep. You say every day that you don't support enforcing a mandate. However, you're still with the people that are forcing mandates on people that technically I, I, put up or shut up yeah it's mick's putting up his job put up or shut up i, I, I put up my job already put up or shut up I, I call i call you out because i i'm i i love listening to you i think you do a great job but man i gotta tell you right now we have more integrity than you do at this point no it's not even that I, you're just sounding like a really bad hypocrite a really big hypocrite i mean every time we turn around it sounds like that i, I just dying to know what the fuck is going on that you're not stepping up to this and saying, I get it. You're fighting for other people. I understand that. I want to know why you're not actively doing something to either a leave Fox or B leave cumulus or a and B together, leave both and just go back to your podcast. Because I know plenty of other places you could go have your own show, still do what you're doing with undisputed and just do it over there. And you have plenty of money. So yeah, it's not, I don't think you're hurt. Yep. I mean, I don't know, but you might be. I you could be. I don't know, but I, I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm I'm confused because it just doesn't make any sense. You you talk a great game, but yet you're not stepping up to the plate and hitting the ball out of the park. Come on. Yep. Get real. But either way, um, that was my little rant for that. But like I said, we got a yeah. Seventeen is going to be big, folks. Please get your questions to us. We yeah, will ask. I'm, that whole, we're not scared. that whole week. And, gonna, and if we you do, don't, you don't want to use your name, that's fine. You don't have to use your name. Just give me something that I can call you. So you know, I'm talking about you because when we ask the questions, we're going to say, uh, this is from Jill K. She said, why are you such a douchebag? And if we get an answer, we get an answer. We don't get an answer. We don't get an answer. We're not but, scared. We don't care. Well, you give up the questions. We're, we're just the forum. Honestly, like, we're just we're trying just to the messenger. We and, know that you guys got other lives. You got things to do. You're busy. You listen to us and you're off. Whatever. We'll ask. We'll get them on. We'll ask. We've done the legwork. We can get them on. We're going to ask them. So uh, again, Montana, Nevada, Georgia, let me know what you want me to ask these people. I'd be more than happy to remember just because we've endorsed Candace Taylor doesn't mean that I'm not going to ask a tough question of her. She's still, as far as I'm concerned, she's got my endorsement. Yes, but now she's got to, she's keep still got to prove it and she's got to keep it every day, every day. I, that's the only way we keep our politicians doing what they're supposed to be doing. We have to hold their feet to the fire. The day you fuck up the day I pull my endorsement peace, I'm out. I will never say your name again. Period. Yeah, and he's not kidding. He can hold, hold a grudge like no one else. I did. I had a little warm and fuzzy today. I was listening to the Big Dumb podcast. Um, and that's your second shout out, Kyle. So good on you. Anyway, um, not that I listened to like 10 minutes of the January 6th one and I, I couldn't do it. I was like, you're, you've taken this way too far, Kyle. I just can't. But so I listened to the episode that he put out um, just today. It was a swap cast with someone else. 
I don't remember. And uh, where he did the four with Janet. And... No, no, no. He just he put out an episode today, um, and it was a swap cast that he did with with someone, and uh, and he was telling the story about how they went to Dallas and his girlfriend got sick, and um, hey, Denver, you mean? Oh yeah, Denver. And his girlfriend got sick, and you know he was supposed to propose. Oh and, yeah, and, he's getting married now. Yeah, yeah, he now is. that's out there. It's official. Now. Yeah, yeah, he is. So, um, but uh, he's he. He called me out and said I had offered him hydroxychloroquine. And anyway, the people that were on the podcast with him um, that have their own show and for the life of me, I'm sorry, I can't remember it because we don't listen to it. But he was like, oh, yeah, I listen to those guys. They've got a doctor on that pushes that stuff. <laughs> it's like, anyway, I, you know, I, I love I love to hear that. Yeah. When someone I don't know is like, oh, yeah, I listen to you guys. I'm like, man, that's just awesome. So please like, share, subscribe, subscribe. Um, tell your friends, you know. Because uh, if, if you're not going to subscribe if, on if you don't have Apple friends, Podcasts or anything like that, go to Rumble. Uh, we, we appreciate it on Rumble. Uh, we're going to try and get out on some more platforms. And like I said, we've still got stuff coming up because we still have to talk with, uh, we got stuff going on with Red Pill Project. Yeah. We've got uh, other shows that we might be showing up on here shortly with them. Uh, we're also going to be doing streaming stuff. So uh, there's a lot coming ahead. We're very busy uh, between all the interviews we've got to do. Plus, I still work two jobs. Well, right now I still do um, until f further notice. You'll know because all of a sudden our, our podcasts are going to pick up because we're going to be, we're going to be knocking them out yeah. probably once a night. I mean, we'll be, we're going to go pretty regularly. I mean, we kind of do that now, but right now we do it where we do all of our interviews on a Sunday or Monday because that's generally next yeah. day off. And then we push them out over the course of, of a week or two. Um, now we'll gonna, be doing a live show every night, like yeah. a live newscast. We'll bring a guest on. We'll do an interview live right there. Um, so it, it'll be a, a whole different format where we're progressing to that right now. So. Yeah, we're working towards it. So. It's coming. Yes. So either way, um, like, share, subscribe. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I ain't got much more to say. Yeah, not going to take I'm it. I'm not going to take it. Nope. So we appreciate y'all coming out tonight. And uh, we will, uh, till next time, I, I guess we would be the best way to put it. We will be back on, f what day is today? Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got an interview uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be, back on we'll be back on Friday with a newscast. Yeah, Friday will be our next newscast. Yep. So we will talk to you then, folks. Have, Have a, a good night. night.